What's up, everyone? This is Goldilocks, former TNA backstage interviewer, manager, and you're listening to TNA Cross the Line podcast. Thanks for being here. TNA Wrestling Cross the Line. back with episode 151 of the TNA Across the Line podcast. I am Bob Collin Jr. and with me as always is Dallas Gridley. And Dallas, today is pay-per-view day. It's final resolution 2005. It's January 16th. Orlando, Florida, Impact Zone. And before we get into the show, it is, of course... Unfortunate news. Now, uh, the past couple of weeks were pre-recorded shows so that we could enjoy the holidays and New Year with our family and friends. And unfortunately, on December 30th, longtime Impact Wrestling commentator Don West passed away after a battle with, I believe, like a brain tumor. If I'm remembering correctly, Dallas, is that right? Uh, yeah, he had uh, lymphoma of the brain, so yes. Yeah. Uh, he, pa- he passed away on December 30th. Uh, just really unfortunate uh, development. He had been in uh, recovery from cancer, and then it came back. And uh, unfortunately, this time around... Uh, Don was unable to, uh, in wrestling term, uh, kick out. So, uh, I mean, our her thoughts and prayers are with uh, the Don West family um, and anybody that was, uh, you know, a, a cl- close friend or colleague of, of uh, Don West. Yeah, man, this was uh, this was not not the news I wanted to hear uh, while we while we were off. It was uh, really sad. Uh, Don West is one of my one of my favorite announcers, as I mentioned before on the show, with my my TNA bias, of course. Uh, but him and Mike Tanay, man, I mean, even just through doing this podcast, it's just like so fun to hear his enthusiasm coming through uh, all the matches, and it's it's like it's like. One, if a, one of us, a fan, was watching the shows, and he's bringing the same kind of um, feel to that. And, I mean, just some of his his calls, like, they once again, the clips they use all the time, you're constantly hearing some of his classic calls and stuff like that. So it's a bummer. It's, re- it's really, really sad. <laughs> um, Impact Wrestling did a really great um, video package uh, for him on a recent episode of Impact. And uh, it was it was it was really good. So if you haven't seen that, I'd highly recommend checking that out. Yeah, for me, uh, as I've said before, uh, as a kid, I used to think Don West was annoying because I thought that his enthusiasm was phony and fake. Uh, but as you know, I got older and I guess kind of paid attention more to his style. I mean, it was obviously a genuine 
shock because, uh, you know, you read up on it and he didn't have a wrestling history or background. You know, he was more of a like a, a QVC salesman for baseball cards and stuff like that. He didn't he was not a uh, seasoned wrestling commentator. So when he would see, you know, Amazing Red doing the code red or something and he would freak out, that was a genuine like, holy crap. And, I mean, there was times early on when someone would do what we would consider a basic move. And Don would be like, I can't believe that guy just did a drop kick. Yeah. But he, like, meant it. Because, like, he hadn't seen that stuff before. So, I think his enthusiasm is unmatched. Uh, and in the early years of TNA, I think that him and Don, uh, him and Mike Tenay were, uh, were huge in getting the the product over so yeah absolutely and uh i think we're really lucky that we are going to be uh able to listen to him uh call the shows for uh pretty much the duration of this podcast uh yeah because i think you know considering we kind of do have an idea of when uh, an appropriate end time would be i think he's not on commentary for like six months yeah because it looks like it looks like um, August 17th, 2009, he was removed. Right. So, yeah, so, yeah. so we have a lot more um, uh, Don West in our future, which I am very thankful for and always enjoy hearing. And that's that's another reason. It's like, could I watch these shows on my TV and sit in front of that record? Yeah. But I enjoy hearing the calls and enjoying hearing the reactions and, of course, the promos and all that, too. So I'm... I'm uh, that's one thing I enjoy about it. Unlike sometimes on Icopod where I'm like, could Vince McMahon please shut the fuck up in my ear? <laughs> like, complete, it's a completely different thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, one thing, uh, I meant to post it, and I, I haven't, and now we're kind of falling behind, but um, we had we had a brief interaction with our podcast uh, with Don West right when we started doing this because uh, I, like, tweeted about the... Um, they were doing like the Miss TNA contest. Do you remember this, Bob? And, oh, yeah, I think so, yeah. And it was like, I, I forgot to pull it up, so I don't have it exactly in front of me. But um, I, he said something about like Francine or something, and Francine kind of got into the yes. too, and they kind of yeah. went back and forth. Um, and it might have been even around like his birthday or something too. I can't remember. But anyways, we, we joked that we were making connections, <laughs> bringing back connections. It was literally like our like third show. And uh, I thought that was really cool. So, yeah, just that's, that's my my fun memory of uh, Don West because I never got to meet him or anything like that. So, I do I do remember. I definitely remember that. Um, I'm going through our thing now. I mean, you tag him quite a bit, obviously. Oh yeah. Um. Also, Mandel's brown. That's like three years. There's no way I'm gonna the brown bag special, Bob. Don West brown bag special. You know how many brown bag fucking specials I bought on Shop TNA? Mm-hmm. Do you know? A t-shirt? Like, it was like, was it four DVDs? Three three or four DVDs, I think. And like, I don't know, you got some other stuff too sometimes. And then like, uh, like in like a TNA like brown bag. And like, um, he like signed the bags. And like, I, I bought so many of those because I'm a, I'm a fiend and I just wanted to get all the DVDs. Well, I mean, when you have a good deal like that, why wouldn't you? I mean, it was, like, the best deal. And then they tried to, like, they tried to, like, do it recently, and it, like, wasn't the same, and it kind of sucked ass, and so it was really disappointing. 
but <laughs> yeah so damn man rest in peace down west um you know bummer but um yeah i don't know i don't know what else to say yeah there's uh we're just going to enjoy uh the remaining um the remaining run of his commentary and just appreciate uh, his enthusiasm and love for wrestling and certainly his love and passion for impact wrestling. Absolutely. Uh, all right. Well, again, we are here for final resolution. Uh, I'm not going to do a, a complete card rundown, but we'll just touch bases on what is really the main draws for this show. Cause we did a complete card rundown in the last episode. So the key matches that you know if you're probably a pay-per-view provider that you're really shilling to your to your audience tonight on at final resolution we're going to have a singles match for scott hall is taking on jeff hardy it was originally supposed to be scott hall against hector garza but then hector garza got busted for steroids got deported yeah and then he never came back yeah so scott hall jeff hardy but guess what roddy piper is going to be the special guest referee. So that will be fun. There will be a triple threat elimination number one contenders match where the winner will then challenge the NWA World Heavyweight Champion Jeff Jarrett in the main event. And in that match, that triple threat elimination match, it is going to be Kevin Nash taking on Diamond Dallas Page, taking on Monty Brown. We kind of did like a breakdown of the three guys and like why it would be beneficial for for all three of them to go in. There's been recent uh, drama between Nash and Jared. Uh, Jared accidentally punching Scott Hall during a little scuffle. So there's some tension Kev- there. Yeah, dude. Kevin Nash was like, "Yo, what the fuck did what you just do?" What the hell is your problem? Yeah. So there is a whole thing there. There will be a NWA World Tag Team Championship match where the Champions Team Canada, Bobby Roode and Eric Young are defending against America's Most Wanted, Chris Harris and James Storm. There is a Ultimate X match for the TNA X Division Championship, where PD Williams is defending against AJ Styles and Chris Sabin. And yeah. of course, we have the title match where Jeff Jarrett taking on whoever wins that triple threat. Uh, I think it's a Important to know, since usually on pay-per-view days, we do not talk really much about the impact that happened two days ago. We'll kind of, if there's anything important, really recap it um, on our next episode of Impact. But really, the most important thing that happened on it, I think, is that Chris Sabin defeated Daniels, Christopher Daniels, to be mm. able to be in that Ultimate X match. So literally just a couple days prior, got um, to do that. So will we see Daniels potentially try to get involved in this as well, continuing that? A little couple week feud that we had going on. I don't know. Maybe you never know. No rules on Ultimate X, so I think anything's, anything's possible. Yeah, uh, there are nine matches in total for this show. Uh, if you want to watch the show, you can watch on Impact Plus, but you can also watch it on YouTube. Now, Impact Ish. Wrestling has been uploading, I want to say, every single pay per view to their YouTube page, which I think is a genius idea. If you want to get as much eyes on your product as possible on the internet. Just put it on freaking YouTube. Uh, it is on there. I'm sure there there are ads if you don't have YouTube Premium. Oh my, Bob, 
my trial have just ended for YouTube Premium, <sighs> I might, I might have to do it. Dallas, if you do it, I'll do it. I mean, I watched one video and there's three ads in it. <sighs> and like, I just went three months with no ads, and like, you kind of forget that there was ads on YouTube. Yeah, and how much is it? Ten bucks. No, it's like fucking twelve or something. It's twelve dollars. But that's where it like pushes the like, is it worth it? Is it worth it to me? I wish like YouTube TV, which we both have, had like an add-on. That yeah. Was, like, that was like like five bucks or something, you know. So that you got like kind of a package deal. Since you know we pay sixty-five dollars for YouTube TV. I know, dude. I I totally. But. Um, yeah, I was going to mention that as well, though. Uh, it is on YouTube, which is cool. I, it's important to note that we will be watching the DVD version uh, yeah. today. I did notice that. Um, it, will there be a point where we have to enter the second disc? Yeah, and hopefully that second disc plays right away and we don't have any issues. But if it does, <laughs> we will uh, let you guys know. Well, I, I already know that mine will probably have to uh buffer and i'll have to like, let me know when you're 20 seconds in on the second half i i tested mine it seems like it's gonna be good so i think we'll be fine um before we get into the show though bob really quick uh this pay-per-view had a pre-show what the heck what the fuck is that because uh, i can't find it anywhere so uh i guess we're just gonna talk about it i'm the i'm the psycho who told bob if there's pre-shows available i'd like to watch them well can't find it so <laughs> Here we are. Um, and I feel like this has got to be the first um, matches they did on pre-shows. I think there's probably some kind of like hype packages going on for the other ones, but no matches were ever listed. Uh, but there was the 30-minute pre-show, um, and there was two matches that took place. Um, the Naturals, Chase Steven and Andy Douglas, uh, faced off against Johnny B. Bad and Sonny Siaki, and the Naturals won after Chase Stevens apparently hit Sonny Siaki over the head with a steel chair and then pinned him. So, you know, classic cheating a little. Uh, and then there was a match between uh, Chris Candido and Cassidy Riley. Uh, and Candido was victorious in this match uh, after pinning him with a uh, diving headbutt off the top. So uh, that's actually, I believe, Candido's first win because he lost to both AJ Styles and Dustin Rhodes. Yeah, but he's okay. he's had some pretty good showings. So if he yeah. uh, is getting a win on a pre-show, maybe there's a uh, maybe there's some direction for him. Yeah. Maybe showings have uh, made the uh, management team and team maybe want to give him a a role here. Well, and I think it's important to note that Cassidy O'Reilly, Cassidy Riley, whatever one you want to call him, uh, had a pretty good showing against AJ Styles uh, just he on did. Impact that we just saw. Um, and I, I think it's, it's noted. I don't know if we noted it or if I was going to note it. I don't remember, but Dusty Rhodes apparently is pretty high on him. So, um, I wouldn't be surprised if we see him back in a singles capacity. Yeah. And if you're not familiar with, uh, Cassidy Riley or O'Reilly, I, I feel like we should just, it's Cassidy Riley, right? Now? I, f I think kind of, we could just say Cassidy Riley right now. Yeah, we'll just say Cassidy Riley. Um, if you're not really familiar with his work, uh, over on the Brian Turner VHS Rehab YouTube page, there are plenty of Cassidy Riley uh, matches. Uh, whether he was with uh, the Hot Shots teaming up with Chase Stevens or on his own, uh, there are several encounters with uh, Cassidy Riley. And that is your Brian Turner VHS cheap <laughs> plug of the episode. All right. <laughs> 
Uh, cheap plug because it's free. And I like the channel and Brian. Yeah, and, and we like and we like Brian. So you know what? It's good. Okay. All right. The, well, the runtime on uh, the YouTube version is two hours, 55 minutes, and five seconds. So that is the probably rough amount of time that you're going to have to deal with us talking about the show. Uh, I'm going to count down from three. When I say play, that is when we are going to start the show. Uh, so let's enjoy some Final Resolution 2005. Here we go. Three, two, one. Play. This is TNA. Okay, I gotta stop saying that every single time that we watch a show. It's contagious. How can I... Oh, that's why I just fucking love hearing that Barry Scott view. Okay, here we go. I thought that was that's Elix Skipper. I thought that was Monty Brown. Oh yeah, the well the close up was very shadowy. Yeah. Seeing some highlights from uh, Turning Point. Look at this. Look at this view. That's a wicked cool view. That uh, was like the hard cam. On the crowd. I like, the, of course, the crane view, but just saying, it's a another cool angle. No, that's Monty Brown. That was Monty Brown. That um, is confusing as hell. If you go from Elo Skipper to fucking Monty Brown, they, in the way the shadows, they looked the same. The sh- It was very, very dark. Um, I would, I would he- read what they're saying, but I've already missed half of it, and it's, it's, it's hard. So we're just gonna. There's a really great highlight package. Is what's happening right now. The unstoppable team Canada. Chris Sabin, high flying, total nonstop action, exceptional, excitement, and extreme. They're kind of hyping up every guy who's specifically, it looks like in uh, most of these title matches. There was some asylum footage there, Bob. Did you see that? Uh, I'm kind of, I'm liking the music choice here. I like how the asylum footage is very quick. Like mm-hmm. It's like glanced and then I get rid of it. Yeah. Probably because the production is not on the same level. As yes, it. yes. The high wire free for all. The ultimate X. Um, I want to point out before the show, me and Bob were discussing the, uh, you know, there's no tagline for the show, unfortunately. Um, but... I noticed, and I kind of forgot this until I looked this morning, but Jeff Hardy is on the cover of the, he's the poster and on the DVD. And I find that to be like super interesting, uh, just knowing this time that they put him on the poster for the show. Because he's like not, I mean, he's there, but he was added in like last minute into a match. He might have not been on the show. Right. I mean, I, I wonder if they if they did that. Because I, as I'm looking, I was looking up stuff here. This event was not released on DVD until November 15th, 2005. Wow. So almost a year after the fact, it got released. And I'm wondering if they put him on the cover because he's recognizable. Well, so that's what I'm thinking. Best Buy and oh, Jeff Hardy's on this DVD. But I bet you they had the poster designed well before that. And that's the part that's weird to me. Well, yeah, I mean... If it's anything like WCW, like with Fish Office, you have to plan stuff out four months out before they just send it to your cable providers and stuff. Well, that was a weird little intro. And here we are, heading into the impact zone. See, the only thing about 
having all your shows at the Impact Zone is I wish for the pay-per-views they would change up the staging. Well, and it's kind of disappointing because at Turning Point, they kind of did. They added a little bit to it. Victory Road, they had the giant logo above it. This one, they didn't really do that. No, but I'm saying like the entrances. Like, oh, you, you want like have... the whole thing to change? Yeah. Because, like, okay, you know, when, so... when I would watch like WCW 2000, right? The pay-per-view um, setup was the same as like Thunder. Oh, well, that's and, and bad, Nitro. dude. I hate that one. Yeah, but like, that's what I'm saying. So it just feels like a same thing. You know, well, there's something just... around it. I know. I, I know what you're saying. I don't mind that they had they had like more like subtle stuff. AEW is um, kind of the same way, isn't it? Like they kind of they have the same st- staging for even their big shows. Well, because uh, they've so yes. is WWE for I mean aside from WrestleMania and like dude WWE is like really bad now. Yeah, they're all they all have the same. AEW is, at least yeah. adds some stuff to their pay per view stages. Um, but like that's it's true. A, they uh, had like a giant chip one year, right? For the, the yeah, like uh, double or nothing, full gear. They have like the big moving gears. Uh, Revolution used to have they they kind of have the ramp had like the lights on it and stuff like the um screen, but now they kind of have a I think they kind of have a screen on their ramp now, so like that's kind of whatever. <clears throat> I liked it when they like in the peak at the peak Monday Night Wars when like Spring Stampede would be like, oh, there was a wagon. At the top of the thing, you know, someone's going to jump off of it. Yeah. yeah. Bash at the beach with the sand all over. The, like the, the backlash cast. hooks. Dude, the hooks. Swinging back and forth the whole time. Of course, Halloween Havoc, giant pumpkins and shit. Oh, yeah. Look at this franchise. So we just had our intro from Don West Mike today. Shane Douglas is going to Jeff Jarrett's locker room to get a word with him. He's basically getting his opinion on the three people he could fight. This feels like a TV show. What if it's Big Kevin Nash? If what if it's Kevin, Kevin if Nash? If it's Kevin Nash, do you think they would do a finger poke? Sort of. Do I think they would? Yeah. <laughs> um, do I want them to? No. <laughs> I just thought of that. It's, talk about just pissing you off type of thing. I'd hope they wouldn't do it on a pay-per-view. This, like, knowing the backlash that I... If they were going to do it, just don't do it on pay-per-view, please. If they were to do that, Ultimate X has to be main eventing. Yes. Because you cannot do that in your main event. No, I don't know what's opening us up. Of course, Ultimate X is already set up, so my gut is telling me that we might just kick it off with that, but... No way. You don't think so? No. No, I... I, I don't necessarily think they because, should. No, I, I don't think you can. Because if you start off with Ultimate X, your crowd is going to be so... You're going downhill from there. There's no way. There's no way you can come back up from that. This is Planet Jarrett. Now, I do not enjoy starting off with a... Jeff Jarrett promo in the back right now. A backstage promo at the... My... No, I, this is just me making shit up here. Like, were we trying to get some finishing touches? Like, finish it? I don't know. Like, that just seems like a weird way to kick off your pay-per-view. Do it after this first match. I guess technically the live crowd already saw matches at, at this point, right. so. So it looks like we got 
uh, Frankie Kazarian and Michael Shane, of course, as we heard from our friend Lance, I believe, uh, they're calling him Matt Bentley because they voiced over the commentary. Right, and you can tell that it was it was dubbed over. Uh, you can tell that they've redone the commentary just from the fact that the crowd, like the noise, is kind of lower. Daniels has a new ring jacket to the point where he came out and he was waist up on the camera. And I didn't know if he had ring gear on. <laughs> I like his other one better. Um, it's a lot more fun looking at. It's flashier. Okay. It looks like we have Christopher Daniels and Kazarian, Michael Shane against three live crew, Ron Kellings, BG James and Conan. And they have the good theme song. Now, uh, they have been kind of angry about their positioning, right? In terms of, like, matches and going over. They're definitely winning this match. They have to be, right? I don't know if I would have them go over, but they've been complaining a lot, so. Now, this is a question that I think I know how you're going to answer. <laughs> okay. Do you think at this point, 3 Life Crew has kind of run their course in TNA. Like, what else do you do with them? Uh, They've run their course probably in terms of being tag team title contenders. Well, because their biggest point was in the asylum. Yeah. And I, I, I can see their usage here because... It's a tourist thing. If you're like, oh, hey, Rodog and Conan are here. The casual guy or, you know, whatever, going through the park. Like, oh, Rodog? I remember Rodog. Right. Checking it out. Uh, I, for one, don't really mind them. Um, but I was thought you were going to say they ran their course when they started. <laughs> well, no, I mean, like I said, I mean, there's, I think there's some value here. It just depends on how you use them. For me personally, these guys would be putting over my TNA originals that I want to excel. So, like for instance, I would probably have Daniel Shane and Kazarian win this, That's and fair. then yeah. next month, because like I like Shane and Kazarian as a team, and then next month I'd have Shane and Kazarian against BG and Conan or something, and then have them win again. You know what I mean? Or and have like Daniels against Killings or something, and then just have Daniels win that. Right. Uh, we have Conan and Daniels starting us off. A little bit of chain wrestling going on. Um, I meant to say it. I'm not for sure about this, but I did check. I believe it was Turning Point. Maybe it was Ricky Road. I don't remember. Um, the YouTube version of the show, I guarantee you, is the live broadcast version, meaning the Matt Bentley, Michael Shane thing won't be affected. I bet you it's still Michael Shane on the YouTube version because I checked whatever pay-per-view it was, the last one that we figured it out. And... Um, it said Michael Shane still, so they have the original commentary. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see right now. You're going, you're going over on YouTube. Well, I guess it's early enough in the show. It's actually pretty easy to find that. Yeah, I'm gonna put my my captions on. Oh, they have this set up in chapters too. That's good. I I love that. Oh, that's really nice. It's very convenient. Bentley driven into the mat. Sorry, it's Michael definitely Shane. because even on the chapters it says Michael Shane Kazarian. And so, yeah. Ron Killings off the top of the lip drop to the groin to Michael Shane. And, of course, Conan and BG James both held the legs open. 
Yeah, it's Michael Sheen. Yeah, see, so that's the like, the original version, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, and of course, you know, I think it's funny that they did that because of the Shane twins in thirty that know. lasted six, six months. Not even the Gemini. I don't even know how long that lasts. Too long. <clears throat> Michael Sheen whips around, comes in the corner, but he backflips around, does the split to duck the clothesline, comes back with a kind of almost looking like a crossbody, but I believe it was like a forearm. It was more like, yeah, it was a forearm. Rudy Charles yeah. is our special referee. The one thing that I miss about uh, Ron Killings or Kate Quick in WWE and WWF was uh, when he would wrestle with his jeans on that had 1,700 buckles on it, so it would just be ringing the whole time, clanking oh. together. That, make that is fun. I think I remember when like uh, Killings and BG got together in WWF 2000 and like K Quick was trying to prove that he could rap and BG didn't believe it. So on Sunday night he he like did a rap and BG was like, "All right, player, like yeah, okay, let's team up now." <laughs> I was like, what? I I didn't know he was in WWE for a very long time, like before this. Yeah, he was. Uh, I mean, he, it's still like kind of weird to me, like because like. I've it's seen like footage of it like twice. Like I know it is. Yeah. I know it's obviously there, but like I've barely ever seen it. They don't talk about it. No. It, late late two thousand, he comes in. I think he's on Survivor Series and Armageddon two thousand. Probably Ro- Royal Rumble too, two thousand one. And That's then like wild uh, to me. right, I think right around when the invasion starts is when he kind of goes away because there's so cool. much talent that you don't need to have them on there. You don't need K Quick. Yeah. So Michael Shane keeps trying to get tags, and uh, Rudy Charles is saying, uh, no, that is not accounting. Um, we've allowed that before. I know. So what he was trying to take is boot, and the ref says no. Was it boot to boot or boot to hand? I guess I didn't I guess I didn't really I notice. Didn't, I didn't notice either. It, if it's boot to hand, they have definitely allowed that before. It looks like uh, Daniels is in now. PG getting double teamed by Shane and Daniels. Bentley. That's annoying. Bentley. Heel kick by Daniels. And one for me. But why do you say that? I don't know. Okay. Tags and Kazarian again. Double team on BG. Hey, Frankie Opening Kazarian, up. if you're listening to the show, please unblock me. I know that joke about you cutting your hair in WWE and, or not wanting to cut your hair in WWE and then coming back to TNA and cutting your hair, and I thought that was pretty funny. Just unblock me for that, please. Okay, thank you. Bob is, Bob is really sorry about it. I, um, I mean, it's just humorous. We do like we do like you. Yes. I, think I like Kazarian a lot. Good. Yeah. I think Kazarian had the... Maybe the best match at Bound for Glory last year. Just saying. Oh, with Bailey, my my thing. Yeah, I mean the main event was so fucking good too, though. And so was the women's match. It was a really good Bound for Glory. Yeah, it was. Daniels back in the train forms with BG James. <clears throat> Flurry by Daniels coming off the ropes. Lift it up. Oh, pop up power bomb. Who is this? Kevin Owens. He is wearing a t-shirt. 
Come on, who is coming in? And it's going to be Michael Shan. Here comes Ron Kelly. Oh, Ron okay, Kelly. Here just kidding. No, Killing's cleaning house here. Boom, boom, boom. I will say, this is kind of a flat opener for me because these guys don't really have much of an issue. This I feel like this X would be kick. a match you would put in on after like the Ultimate X match if you're not having that main event. Yeah, this is a very random... This is like, oh, we should probably throw one more match on there. Yeah. Because, I mean... I mean, I'm not going to give no spoilers here, but I guess the next match also is kind of like, what? I was just going to say... Yeah, the first. Um, but after that, every match has like a reason. So, we got to get through a couple, I guess, but... Although they did this on the other pay-per-views too. So like sure. random opening matches. Shane and Conan going down after stereo uh, clotheslines. Everybody, in fact, is down. Everyone's banged up. Look at everyone's down in the ring. I, I do not have a... Oh, wait, you know what? I wonder. I don't Sorry, know how the, why the referee's counting all of them out. So I don't have an exact crowd number from the addressing observer because I didn't do notes for it at all for this because we don't have to. Um, but according to Cage Match, at least, it says there's 750 uh, in the impact zone here. Um, I'll, if I, there's, there's a difference, I'll follow up with that. However, it looks really, really packed. Well, Wikipedia says 875. Okay, well, honestly, I believe that a lot more because when they were showing crowd shots, and you'll see it when they kind of zoom out, those bottom areas. I mean, look how full it is right there. I, Ooh, yeah, I think that. it's. I think it's more. I think it's more than 800 than 750. I do too, but um, I was just pointing out that I don't have the exact number yet. But once we do our our next episode of Impact, we'll be talking all the fun follow up from this show. And uh, I'm sure maybe we'll have a number. Rejuvenate. Uh-oh, is he going to do a moonsault? Here we go. Oh, Killing's oh. move, though. He took out Kazarian instead. He took out his SCU member. I know. Bad influence. Bad influence. SCU. What else do they? Don't they have another name, too? The Affliction or something? Isn't that that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, triple team. Ring of Honor. Oh, yeah, and Ring of, that's what they do in Ring of Honor. Okay, I thought so. And there we go. Three Life Crew, get the win. That that wasn't a bad match, but that was definitely like no. an extended pre-show match to me. Yes, absolutely. But yeah, I thought it was good. I had no issues with it. Movie doing the dang thing. To be Jizzle, rocking on the mic. Can't you hear that fizzle sizzle? I tried to look up the lyrics to this one so I could read them um, on air, specifically not on my own time, and uh, I couldn't. Not on my find, own time. Hey, I couldn't find it. Again. Well, because remember, Bob, there's going to be a vote potentially. One of these three people, Fairplay, Trinity, and Tracy, may be gone after tonight. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought it was just between Trinity and, and uh, Tracy. No, I think Fairplay's involved in that situation. Yeah. And Johnny's getting fired, isn't it? Yeah, but they told Johnny it's going to be Trinity. Like backstage? Okay, so Dusty's here, by the way, because they're at his office inside the truck. They said you have to search Universal and bring something back to his office. A clue. Okay, Fair Play said he's going to find the clue. 
Tracy says, don't worry, Dust, I'll find it. And she kissed him, and then she, he slaps her ass as she walks away. That's yeah, sexual harassment. Early, early 2000s. Okay. Yeah. So, were you saying that, so Johnny okay. was told by, like, management that it was going to be Trinity? I believe that was one of the, the notes that we heard, uh, right. that he was told it was Trinity, but it's pretty, seems pretty obvious it's fair play. Right. Because his contract is apparently rumored for so much a hundred thousand right and she was kind of like fired for doing the they kind of put her in the doghouse because she did the stuff what's it called yeah okay so they're calling this next match an exhibition um and here he comes the first member of the match prime time he's got his pay-per-view colors on baby that's right got that classic white I mean, I feel like it's kind of noticeable here. The crowd stood up for Elix Skipper. Which I wonder if that's because of his uh, walking up the case. Or probably like, oh shit, this guy's mm. good. That's a really good point. Barely let him finish his entrance before the next one. Which I understand. I guess we got to keep it going here. Yeah, but... go. Sanjay Dutt. Okay, it looks like these guys kind of traded attires. So Sanjay Dutt is wearing normal tights now instead of baggy pants. And Elix Skipper, now I know he normally wears the shorts, but he's wearing baggy pants. Unless that's just his entrance he, gear. I think that's just his entrance gear. I think he's going to take that off. Okay. I hope so, because I don't like the baggy pants. I don't oh, think he did. He did. Yeah, he he did. did. I was going to say, because I think he wore baggy pants like in WCW, right? Is that is it only in WCW? That's what I couldn't remember. I think so. I don't remember him wearing baggy pants in TNA. Okay. Well, good. Oh, this is almost like a rankings kind of match they're saying. So the winner kind of gets a step forward toward an X Division title shot, and the loser's going to take a few steps back. Whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> yeah, like, well, they'll, they'll just get a title match on Impact instead of uh, the next pay-per-view. <laughs> um, I feel, okay, so with that context, you're, like, getting a title match. Forever. I feel like I feel like we should be capitalizing on that walking of the cage thing mm-hmm. so like skipper probably should just go over here right i absolutely think skipper needs to go over here and then i wouldn't be surprised if well pd's a champion so like if pd were to lose ultimate x it's like th- at the next pay-per-view against all odds that skipper just got a title match against you know saban or styles or whoever although i guess you could turn him face and have him go after pd anyway so i guess it doesn't really matter yeah, I think it could work either way. I mean, he might naturally kind of turn babyface after that whole thing anyways. Look at that crazy right. tilt no, I, the world right. head scissor by Dutt. That's a really good point. That, I mean, the crowd, they're applauding uh, Sanjay Dutt there. But, I mean, you Dude, could easily turn Skipper. on fire here, though. Yeah. They were split a minute ago. One half was cheering primetime, the other half for Dutt. So. I he, really do like the idea, though, just turning Skipper face. With that walking of the cage thing, really just hype that I, up. I think it's, I think there's a really good chance if they keep showing the clip of it, which they're going to, which is smart. Then I just think it's naturally going to happen. It's the thing that you always say. How could you boo someone who does such a cool thing? Like, I mean, I've never understood it when they try to do that. Oh, oh Duck got thrown into the crowd. He jumps back, springboards off the guardrail with a uh, like a sunset flip or just a flip. Some, sorry, somersault, somersault, whatever. He flips off the guardrail. 
So now this is the type of match that you sh- probably should have had as your opening for the pay-per-view. Countering, got an armbar here on Elix. Although I guess they are calling him just what prime time. Yes. I wonder if they were doing that because of Deion Sanders prime time Deion Sanders. I don't know who that is, so maybe. Yeah, of course you don't. He's a football player. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm really trying. I'm wondering. Because I don't think he stays prime time forever, does he? No. Okay, I'm not quite sure what Dutt was trying to do there. He kind of just hung his arm over the rope, but he went to the apron. Yeah, it's the, uh, you you fly over the top rope and then hang your opponent. Yeah, but he, like, he did it weird. But a springboard drop kick takes out primetime, goes for the cover. Mike Posey says, fuck no. That's a two count, brother. Mike Posey, also known as, like, something rapping Mikey P or something like that. (laughs) Dude, Mike Posey, uh, on a recent episode of Rampage, took an abs, or, sorry, Battle of the Belts, took an absolutely massive choke slam from Satnam Singh. Oh, arm breaker. Oh no! What is he doing? Hindu pre? No, he's got him angled weird. He ain't gonna do that. Well, he's calling for guy. it though, dude. Towel guy is very excited. Prime time! Oh, double spring! Drop kicks him off the turnbuckle. Sanjay Dutt falls to the floor. It's shit like that, where you can't be like, "Fuck you, prime time, boo, you suck." I disagree with your with this, your statement to a degree, but I understand where you're coming it's from. It's tough to boo people that do crazy moves. I think um, heels who do cool moves is why it's cool to like the heels now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, name can you name me a, a heel that does those seven moves? Where actually, you know what? I do have one, but it's because he's a douchebag. <laughs> okay, well that's that's what it comes down to. Sammy Guevara. I mean he. He's a guy you just want to punch in the face. Yeah, you do. I'm gonna punch Sammy Guevara. He does. Like, he does good moves, like cool moves. But you still want to like, oh, I want to hit you because you suck. But like, that was a nice Spanish fly. Why does that guy right there look like the Gizmo's owner? Did you? Maybe it is, dude. I can't remember his name. Shit. Pat. Pat. Dude, I'm telling you. I wish I could get a better view of him. Well, the fact that I didn't give you any description and you even kind of knew. No, I can I can see. It's to the left of that guy, right in our right, left hand screen. He's right there. He's right got there. like a little one logo, dude. I'll fucking message the group. Then. Were you at Final Resolution 2005? I'm gonna I'm gonna send a message and be like, hey, any of you guys ever go to a TNA pay per view? <laughs> Are you? Oh, because you're in like a group with him, right? Yeah. Uh, for everyone who has no idea what we're talking about, we had like a wrestling like video game store in our area, and it was fucking awesome. And uh, it's gone now, and I'm really sad. And I believe that's the owner. <laughs> it looks very much like him. Oh, Primetime going for a kick to the head. Oh, but he caught him, and then he just came to the back of the head. Sanjay kicking out. 
I feel like it's not him, but it, it definitely looks. Dude, like it looks like a, a young version of him, like very, very closely. Yeah. Play of the day. Play of the day. He's stealing. Oh, the move that MVP stole. Oh, and he. That avoided. son of a bitch. Oh, sh- going oh. for line salt, but gets the knees up. It might be, dude. I can't stop looking at that guy in the front row now. Damn it. I haven't seen him in years. Got wrench and a slam. Guy skipper. Skipper's fucking jack still. Just, just in case anyone forgot. Well, here's the thing. It's funny you mention it because there, it, there does come a time where he is no longer jacked, and you can tell that he maybe had been on some PEDs. He might have what? He might have been on some PEDs. Oh well. Performance enhancing drugs. Buckshot lariat. And he hits it. That's a move that Adam, pa- Adam Page stole from Elix Skipper. I'm learning a lot today that uh, some guys have stolen Elix Skipper's move. Honestly. If if Adam, that's, I mean, who else does that? I guess so. Adam Page definitely is a primetime fan, which you know what you should be. I just saw a clip um, of uh, Charlotte doing like a handstand clothesline that's oh, like supposed to. Dude, so it was bad. one of the worst things I ever saw. <laughs> I saw that too. You saw it too, dude. It was oh, so fucking no. bad. I saw that on Twitter, and somebody was like devastating. <laughs> Someone called, barely someone, touched her. I forgot what they called that. Someone made a joke of the name of it, and I can't. I can't remember. It was like a, it was a joke on Buckshot though. But of oh, that's a sunset flip oh. off top, power bomb. Sunset flip, power bomb. The one guy at the show standing up, blocking everyone's view. I just man. was thinking that too, man. One. If, if, if everyone else is standing, it's one thing. But that dude standing alone in that section. Yeah. Also, just in case anyone is wondering, Tile Guy is there. I saw it. I saw it swinging earlier. Yeah, he's not in his trademark spot because uh, he'd usually be more to the left of the camera, but he's over on the right hand side. Spinning heel kick by Sanjay. Back elbow. Back elbow. Clothesline. Look at this. He's doing, He's on fire. Back, Back suplex. One. Two skipper kicking out at two. How do you feel that there's a TNA faction on uh, AEW? Uh, what is it, Jarrett? It's Jarrett Lethal and Dutt, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I was thinking about this. I was thinking about that the other day. Tornado, tornado DDT, nice. Um, I think that there should be, <laughs> there should be. Uh, like Jeff Jarrett w- like winning um, what the fuck is it called that the Hindu the, press nope the um what is the match called when the, there's like all those cards or whatever the, oh, the hearts are coming out now and all the spades the Casino Battle Royal. Yeah. Jeff Jarrett can win that. He can come out with his Jeff Jarrett gold coins. 
Oh my god. Okay, prime time just won. <laughs> With like a it looked like was it like a spinning side slam or something? Like yeah, that was uh he should win the casino battle royal, getting a title shot, and then um fight like Wardlow or something and get beat up in two and a half minutes. Okay. Uh, Max Caster made a joke about the but global you first take gold months in a building it up like Jeff Jarrett being like I'm gonna be the champion. <gasps> he walks where no man dares to walk. Bob, are you seeing this? Oh, is this the Titan guy? Titus. Titus, not my dog Titan. He's coming. Coming. That's what they keep saying. He's coming. Okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. Talking to DDP. Okay, Kevin Nash is talking to DDP, yeah. But Kevin Nash dyed all of his hair, his beard, and his head. He's going for that. He's going to, he's winning the strap tonight. I was just going to say, does this mean he's winning and that's why he wanted to look younger? He's winning the strap. Or is it for a movie? Oh, it'll be for a movie. You and I could do this. When did the longest yard come out? Um, he was already filming though, because the the first video he did was during the longest yard oh, okay. filming. We heard that. I'm just saying this, man. I think it's very bizarre that these guys were attacked team in WCW. Just saying. The insiders, baby. I still think that's super weird to me. I agree. And they lost to like O'Hare and Jindrak. Hey, like, you do Col- not. You do like not Columbia. knock on O'Hare. I think it was, no, it was like Palumbo and like Stasiak or something like that. I think they oh, lost Jesus. For what the fucking, oh my God, what's their name, Bob? Perfect event. No, I'm thinking of, I'm sorry, I'm thinking of later, I guess, when they're with the bigger, the bigger group. The with, National uh, Born Thrillers. No. The group Magnific- I hate. The Magnificent Who's... Seven? What are you talking about? Hold on. I know all the stables in 2000. You got Team Canada. You got the Misfits in action. You've got Magnificent Seven. No, but they weren't called the Magnificent Seven. There's something else. Who's the guy who fucking was the bleeder? Who's the bleeder? Leader. Oh, leader of what? The fucking big group with with like Sean O'Hare and... um, Mike Sanders. Yeah, yeah, that group. The Natural Born Thrillers. That's what they were called. Yes. I thought it was something else. Oh. No, it's been a while. Thrillers. It was Sanders, O'Hare, Palumbo, Reno. I thought it was something completely different, so that's my bad. Um, And the fact that I just forgot Mike Sanders' name is pretty funny. Your S-O. I know what I'm watching after we're done. What? It looks like we got Kid Cash and Dustin Rhodes up next, because we're seeing the backstage segment where they met in catering. Uh, You can see the table behind them. Yeah. Catering where there's literally no food. There's empty plates. Doesn't look too bad. A little fat. Speaking of... Um, I'd have Kid Cash win this, but that's probably not going to happen. Dude, he fucking better win. He ain't winning, dude. Dusty's the booker. His son's going over. Nepotism at its finest. I don't like that Dustin was doing like the gold dust thing, but he's just Dustin Rhodes. Well, I don't like that he broke the fourth wall. Although I don't know if we were, if they were supposed to act like they didn't know there was a camera there in catering. Um, I don't know. That's another th- weird thing in wrestling. Like, are we supposed to be seeing this? But that's why eventually, like, 
TNA starts doing like the through the door shots and the reaction, stuff. Reaction, yeah, reaction. Which I don't. I that don't is hate. that's how you should do it. I don't hate that stuff. I don't hate that either. You should do that from from outside the room. That way, it's like they really don't know what's going on. Now, sure, they're mic'd up and there is a microphone over their heads in the ceiling, but there's no camera. Here comes Kid Cash. I'd like to point out that the lighting for the entrance is kind of how they're trying to differentiate the show, I feel like, for us. Like, the entrance Sorry. lighting is very different. They did add a couple things. There's a couple different add-ons. Oh, it? God. Oh, did Dustin Rhodes steal Christopher Daniels' freaking thing? I don't know. That's what that is, huh? He, I think he took his jacket. It's like a that, weird... Somebody has a Dolly Parton cutout. Oh, Jesus. That's weird. That's like skin tight. I don't know. If that's a good look for the. For I that. feel like it's very much a. Re- it's a reference to his gold dust character, of course. Is I that? Would say so. Is that SoCal Val? It is. It is. Is this a debut? Did SoCal Val just debut here on Final Resolution? I think so, my friend. Wow. We haven't seen her on Impact because they don't do the zoom in on her butt and like go upwards yet. Because that's no, pretty much what, what her job is for about four years. They just zoom um, in on her wow. butt to start impact. A bell rings and Kid Cash immediately goes after Dustin. Okay, so as I was saying, I think that was kind of more of a reference to the the gold dust character. It was like, but it was silver and black. Hmm. Yeah. Wonder when we'll see that again. Uh, probably during the darkest time of his life. Clotheslines <laughs> Cash over the top to the floor. Jesus. <laughs> Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Fuck. I mean, it was a rough time. Well, I'm sure it is. I like his shirt that says Nuff said, which is, of course, the same thing as Dusty Rhodes shirt said. Um, and he's got a star on the front. As I text Bob um, a week or two ago and go, Bob, what is he? What is Dustin Rhodes called the curtain call on TNA? He goes, I have no fucking idea. I really I. I've only ever known it as the curtain call. They don't call it that. They don't literally don't say what it is. But when he was Dustin WCW, it was a Lone Star State of Mind. So that's what I called it. That's what he called. That's what they called it in WCW in his second run. Uh, I don't know which like, one. Well, like According, I was. I did some googling. Okay. So that had to have been from ninety nine, like the two thousand. It's 2000s. probably. It's probably yeah. I had no idea that it was called the Lone Star State of Mind. It's an awful fucking finisher name. Well, I was going to say it's way too long. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, my God. Dusty Rhodes is about to hit the Lone Star State of Mind. (laughs) (laughs) What? Kid Cash going for a superplex off the top. Nope. Pushing Kid Cash off. Oh, did he tweak his knee? It's fake in it. Anytime that your finishing is literally a sentence long, I don't know if that's good. No, it's absolutely not good. Bob, Bob, he might be hurt. Andrew Tom is pulling him off. Dude, this is not good for Kakash. He's tweaked his knee. Nope, nope, look. Dude, we're, this is fucked. Kakash, he tore his ACL. It's over. Andrew Thomas, checking in on producer at AEW. Basically, if you worked in TNA from anywhere from 2004 to like 2007, you probably work in AEW now. Probably. Andrew Thomas, or, Mike Posey, Jeff Jarrett, on the radar. Jay Lethal, Sanjay Dutt, Sting. Who else we got? Samoa Joe. Christian Cage. Christian Cage. Um, you wait. Borash will Daniels. come eventually. You wait. Daniels. Kazarian. Kazarian. 
I'm also saying this because I'm not complaining at all, just for the record. They hit the tunnels. Now those are gone. Which, if you try to tell me, if you're if you're going to be a dumbass and you go, they didn't get the idea for the tunnels from TNA, fuck you. They absolutely. You're bullshit. Okay, so Kid Cash was faking it, okay, guys? Uh, in case you didn't think that was the case. Yeah, TNA just said, so Cash is working over uh, Dustin's left knee to bring him down to his size. <laughs> <sighs> That's awesome. That's really good. See, because now he's hunched over. Because now, like, same size. But that just means Dustin's going to hit him uh, face-to-face instead of face-to-chest. But Cash going back to the leg. I'd like to point out, I couldn't read the full thing, but Dustin's shirt says Lone Star. Lone Star state of mind. That's right, baby. Enough said. I'm hoping we'll get a better look at it. I wonder if Cash is going to get a submission. Probably not. A submission victory on Dustin Rhodes by tweaking his ankle and knee. Whoa. Backslide. Here we go. One, two, no. I would not have surprised if that was just the end. Oh, kicks the legs. Stomp to the groin. What was Andrew Thomas doing? What was he looking at? There was nobody over there. Did Thomas just yell? Or uh, sorry, did Kid Cash just yell like, "Hey, look over there"? I don't know. I don't know either. Just a, it was just an awkward, like, random spin around. Like, oh, 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 did you just kick him in the nuts? Oh, I didn't see that. Okay, continue. Oh, small package. No. Nope. It's like Cradle kicking out it too. Is Kid Cash? But he chop blocks him. Oh, damn it. See, that was a good... I couldn't read it, though. You know, at least on my end here, we are uh, about... Well, we're about to be 42 minutes in. Right about now, 42 minutes in. And it's been a pretty quick 42. Yeah, I'd say so. Especially for opening two matches, not really, you know, a lack of reason for the match. Like, they were just kind of there. They are pretty good. I think, and I know we've said it before, but I think the uh, the TNA pay-per-views, that they have a level of interest that is this going to make the shows go by a lot quicker. Yeah, I think so, the, too. The uh, weekly asylum shows. Well, when you had to do a two-hour show every single week, and that was two hours, no commercials. I mean, sometimes those were just brutal. Are we going for a frog splash? Oh, he's frog splashed the leg. He's just gonna think he is right. This is the end. This is the end of Dustin Rhodes as we know him. Lone Star. What the fuck is it saying? Why is he hooking? It probably says Dustin Rhodes. Because he's gonna. Because he's, he's pressing the applying the pressure to that left leg with the figure four now. Oh, uh, so that other leg is pressing down on. Yes. Okay. Which is, I feel like, hard to understand unless you've been put into this move, which is extremely painful. Right, because like looking at it, you'd be thinking his right leg is bent, so like the shin would be. Yeah, bent. it's the other one because it pushes the pressure on it. Right, you put pressure on your left leg, 
And that is the psychology segment here on the TNA Cross Line podcast. Yeah, if you notice, Kid Cash, has, Kid Cash has been working the leg for the past six minutes. And uh, now he's just she's trying to make him tip out. And if you notice here, Dustin is wearing the mechanic gloves that Sting wears. <sighs> he, he called up Stinger. He said, listen, Steve, do you mind? Could I borrow a pair of them gloves? He pulled out his old uh, ring pants from WCW. He said, I got to do this. Enough said. Lone Star State of mine. I got to fight the KID. And will I lose to the KID? I fucking better because he's awesome. I just saw that Kid Cash did an interview uh, with Chris Van Vliet, and I did not watch it yet, but I am interested because I feel like he doesn't do a ton um, recently. But No, dude, just watch his interview with Rene Dupree. Because, Kid Cash? Yeah. He shits on everybody. You, The Chris Van okay. Vliet one, I saw the headline. It was like, oh, they told know, me not to do these big moves anymore. And it's well, like, listen. Oh, no, okay. I don't know if I said it on here if I just told you, but he interviewed Chris Harris not long before we did. And I'm just saying, I don't know if he's ever seen a Chris Harris match. I doubt he ever did. Go ahead and listen to it and then listen to ours. I'm just saying. Got a sleeper hold. Dustin is down. Kid Cash's head is nearly on the rope, which Chris, I feel like the Chris referee Harris, might need to break this up. Chris Harris, a friend of the show. Chris Harris, friend of the show. Absolutely. Maybe even our best friend. Oh, yeah. He's the, he's our I mean, now we, we kind of had a falling out with Goldilocks, and she, unfortunately, is not on the in the shows anymore. Right. Well, we didn't have a falling out. No. TNA had a fly out. TNA did, which in turn means I don't I don't tag her in posts anymore, which is very depressing. I mean, I guess we could just randomly tag her and stuff. I'm going, yeah, I will throwback throwback Thursday, and it's just a picture of Goldie Goldilocks. If I ever go down to Tennessee, I'm gonna message her and be like, "Can we hang out?" If I ever go to Tennessee, I'm gonna hang out with Brian Turner, and I'm gonna steal all of his VHS tapes. Ooh. Watch out, Brian. I'm going to have to go down to Tennessee eventually uh, due to family. Mm-hmm. So one day, one day I will be down there in Nashville. Clothesline by Dustin. Yeah, I'm going to see all of his VHS tapes. And then I'm going to have mm-hmm. to message him awkwardly and be like, hey, man, there's mold on these. How did you get rid of it? And he'd be like, you're the one that stole my tapes? And I'd be like, uh, yeah. And then not know how to upload them to YouTube. So then I'll just have hundreds of VHS tapes in my living room. Bob, you don't even know how to convert them. That's what I'm saying. I don't know how to do. I don't know how to do any of that. I have a I have a VHS I want to convert. By Jeff Jarrett signed Genesis of TNA VHS that I bought from the guy who's definitely sitting there right in the front row. Pat. See actually, I, I didn't buy. I traded for it actually, but I said I've been looking at that VHS tape in the store for years. <laughs> <laughs> and, and realistically it's just it was two holy shit it was just close. what was it it was just like a I, pilot I episode or whatever it's like a it's a, essentially it's like a hype thing to like sell tna to people right. so i don't spent, really know what's you on spent it. money on that no i didn't i traded it well, you know you kind of spent money on it maybe. i so the lone star state of mind oh, oh cash counters Oh, Insiguri. Insiguri. Going for the cover. One, two. Holy shit. (laughs) Wins on an Insiguri almost. 
Dude, that is so him. That's yeah, gotta be so him. convinced. Tell him to text you back, damn it. Oh, Andrew Thomas just pushed Kid Cash. Did you actually write in the group? Did anyone go to a TNA show? I've yeah. I'm now fo- follow up and be like specifically Final Resolution 2005. <laughs> Dustin Rhodes just won, uh, very quickly. He fought through the pain. That wasn't bad, actually. I mean, he, there's a lot of leg work there. Do once again, this is our psychology match of the night. Dude, this match was like 90-10 cash, and then fucking Dustin won. Yes, uh, which is unfortunately what I kind of thought was going to happen, but... Oh! Johnny Fairplay saying the two bimbos can't survive Johnny Fairplay. He's in some office. What's this? Oh, Dusty Rhodes hat. There's a Victory Road like sign stuck on the wall in this office. I think it's a painting. Oh, did he find the clue? Look at he found the clue, dude. It literally says clue. Hey, Dust, I'm on my way. Oh, are we getting the elimination match next? That makes sense. Mm, yeah, it would. Well, if that's the case, I got to pee real quick, and then I'm going to be back. Okay. Well, we're getting a highlight package here. So it's Bob PPs. PPs, because I'm an old man. My bladder is not strong. So we're seeing uh, a flashback when Monty Brown fought Jeff Jarrett the first time. And unfortunately, he did not win the title. Tiny have another chance again tonight. They will eliminate each other. I can't believe Kevin Nash dyed his hair. I like gray Kevin Nash way better, but whatever. We're literally seeing all the clips from Six Points of Impact from their in-ring confrontation. It's pretty cool. The Kings of Wrestling are not going to fall to these little games. Well, they're really dragging out this video package, aren't they? Yes. So this is the big brawl. This one was a lot of fun because this is where, as you'll see right here, boom, there goes Scott Hall. And Jeff Jarrett didn't realize. He turned around. And Kevin Nash realized. He's like, yo, what'd you just do? 
what'd you just do? I don't know, Scott. And then I hope they show the video that I really want them to see because when they had the pull apart at the show backstage, Kevin Nash has this crazy eyes. Yeah, and, I, and I really liked that. Oh, yeah, this one. Show the crazy eyes. Show the crazy eyes. Get ready. He's charging up. He's charging up. Get ready? Oh, yeah. Oh, he's so fucking mad, dude. Oh, he's so mad. And then here's Jarrett crashing the six points of impact with Jeff Hammond, NASCAR announcer, who potentially may be getting in the ring soon. I don't know. We'll see. Look at DDP on the side, chilling. I just loved how you were so excited to see him mad. Oh, he's so pissed. He's so, <laughs> he's so, so fucking mad. He's so fucking mad, man. <laughs> this is what I live for. Get your head straight. And we're back in the impact zone here. Looks like a triple threat elimination match is up next. Oh, yeah, it's a time. Oh. Oh, okay. I guess we're just getting a little tease because it looks like we're getting another package on Raven and Eric Watts. Oh, you know what? I kind of forgot that match was a thing. Yeah, Which is also funny because it's also very DDP heavy. I was just going to say, that's what this video package is right now. This is DDP talking. Oh, you don't know. You don't know, do you? You don't know about watching the thing. I bet I like that we're just never going to find out. And like, never. he's saying you, you forgave the unforgivable, which makes it seem like he like murdered a family member and like he didn't know. He can't be mad about anything with Kimberly anymore because they're not together. Right. So it can't be that. Oh, see. You called it Watt's wife and saying that he's screwing around on the road, but he ain't. So this is when Raven and DDP had a confrontation. Then DDP, had, or sorry, Raven, I think, admits in that one that he's, like, yeah. lying. And then, of course, then DDP's like, and the Raven goes, he's behind me. He's right he? behind me, isn't he? Right here. Right there. <laughs> and then, boom, headbutt. Classic comedy. I think you hear me knocking. I think I'm coming in. Oh. Hey, remember when he was director of authority? Because, like, TNA sure doesn't. I, uh... Wish I could forget. Oh shit! Nice garbage can shot. I still got you wrapped around my finger. Really, from here on out, Bob, we have uh, we have quite a bit of heavy hitters ahead of us. Okay. Match wise, um, I'm really excited about. I mean, the show in general, but from here on. It's going to be total nonstop action. Okay. And here comes Raven first. Look at this beautiful shot of the tunnel. I fucking love the tunnels, man. Uh, I'm going to keep saying that forever. I think it's a shame that tunnels don't exist in wrestling as of 2023. Yeah, that is pretty unfortunate. AW's new setup is not that cool. It looks fine on TV and all, but it's not that cool. Dude, it's all LED screens. Okay, Raw. 
Okay. Okay, Thunderdome. Fucking Thunderdome. I love posing right in front of a metal bar. That <laughs> reminds me of a Ring of Honor show that I was at one time. When yeah, in, my way. in the famous... Um, where were we? Hammerstein Ballroom? Hammerstein Ballroom. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you Hi, Mike Sanders. Mike, I don't remember his name. Dude, I, I don't know okay. who that's called. The blanking on the Mike Sanders thing really good got me this morning already. What the hell is he wearing? It's an outfit. I have a question for you. Do you think they told Daniels not to wear his shit because it was similar to Dustin and fucking Eric Watts's shit? No, no, I don't. They might have. I love immediately attacks him. I love how Eric Watts had a jacket of that design on his tights. He took off the jacket, and the design was just on his ear. <laughs> it's the same thing. <laughs> it literally was. It was an extra layer. I gotta say, man, Eric Watts is in TNA a lot longer than I expected. I agree. Although, as we've heard, it's I think because he's kind of buddies with DDP, right? So DDP kind of helped him out, getting him in this thing because he's nashville based isn't he and i feel like they kind uh, of dropped no i think of... he's more of atlanta oh then that doesn't just make closer sense. to net yeah that doesn't make sense well i was gonna say because yeah, i feel like they've tried to drop a lot of the nashville guys but i guess really it's more like they dropped the ones they didn't want right which at one point was eric wants but here he is he's back he's wrestling on pay-per-view against raven raven of course saying i got him wrapped around my finger after giving him some Russian leg sweeps into the guardrail. And the chair is just happened to be sitting there. Okay, he kicked him in the head. As Pat sits front row. Right in front of the action. Dude, this crowd's nuts. I mean, you can't tell me that this crowd is just like Board, uh, well, wait a minute. It's amusement park match. How many years? What, how many years ago is this? 18? Yeah, 18 years ago. Okay. So that guy probably is at least what, 25? In that crowd? Maybe. I don't know. He looks pretty young. I don't know, man. I don't know how old he is, so. I don't know how old he is either. Well, can he? I guess he'd be he'd be in his early forties now. I mean, I guess it could be him. Dude, I pretty freaking convinced. I'm hoping we'll find out by the end of this show. <laughs> uh-huh. If he got to see the Kid Cash Dustin Rhodes match live, did it happen? <laughs> we need to know. We're <laughs> even going for cover as Bob shoves peanuts into his mouth. Oh, kick out. No, it's Skittles, my friend. Oh, they're Skittles. I just assume they're peanuts. Bob, how do you feel about pistachios? Is that a serious question? Yeah. I love pistachios. I'm uh, I'm like going on a pistachio like kick right now and oh, I can't stop. Dude. Yeah, you can't have just like a five. No, you're having like six hundred. Do you like them with the shell or without the shell? What do you mean? I like cracking the shell open. Oh, you have to crack them open. It's more fun that way. I don't want to just reach my hand in and eat them. Like, I want to crack that shell. No, you have to crack it open. I thought you were talking about shoving the shell in your <laughs> mouth, too. I was like, dude, you're psycho. No, you're not supposed to do that. No, I accidentally, uh, yesterday, I had, like, a half. I couldn't get out, so I put it in my mouth mm-hmm. and, like, tried to get it, and I cracked the shell. And I said, I got to spit this whole thing out, or I'm going to swallow this shard of a pistachio shell. What the fuck was that? Why it's going up in the top <laughs> rope with, like, a reverse drop kick? 
You just did a reverse, like, yeah, it was like a mule kick. We yes. springboard off the ropes. Wow. Eric Watts does, I feel like he doesn't know what he's doing, so he's just having fun out there. Now, I got to say, Eric Watts is one of my favorite tag team, uh, one half of my favorite tag teams in, like, mid-90s WWF. Techno Team 2000. Techno Team 2000. I mean, it was just honestly phenomenal. Important to know, I believe they had, like, three matches on television, and Dallas just happened to see one of them. (laughs) (laughs) But the look, man, the look. It was a team that, like, I could have got behind. Techno Team 2000. I like the name. I like the look of them. And I thought it was hilarious, so. They should have came back in 2000 and been like, it's us. We are back. The past. (laughs) No, this is our time to shine. Watch the Russian sweep against the guardrail. Yes, I definitely Jim Ross. Jim Ross on commentary. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, Techno Team 2000 against the Dudley Boys in a tables match. Unforgiven. This uh, Sunday. (laughs) Unforgiven. (laughs) What? By God, Techno Team 2000. You want to see Techno Team 2000 in a ladder match against the Hardy Boys? Well, tune in to Fully Loaded this, this Sunday. Watch drops Raven's nuts on the guardrail. And then, he, then he delivered a Charlotte flared uh, type of clothesline there. <laughs> a, a front cartwheel clothesline. And it looks like it's in slow motion, but nope, that's how the no, video that's, is. That's the full thing. I like that WWE likes to have people gone for like eight months and then they return and immediately won a title. That seems to be like a nice trend they like to do. Well, my favorite thing is that Vince McMahon, uh, he resigned. Choke slam, excuse me. He resigned and he came back. But then during the time he resigned, Triple H hired back a whole bunch of people. And now Vince is probably going to fire those same people again. So, like, William Regal just got back. And he's probably going to be like, you're fired. <laughs> he's going to be like, what? I, I just got back. I like that Vince was like, if you don't hire me back, I'm going to bankrupt the company. I, I know. Dude. I was like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, that was a low blow there by Raven as Watts had the chair in a hand. Yeah, I can bring it back. Well, guess what? I'm taking this ship with me, folks. I won't approve any rights fees. And guess what? That means you will have no television. It's like, okay. Holy crap. Dude, it's fucking wild. It's so fucking crazy. I don't know. It's unreal. Welcome to professional wrestling. Yeah, no kidding. And this is why I do not watch WWE anymore. And Eric Watts into the chair into the corner. Okay, the chair didn't move, so that probably oh, that probably hurt him real bad. It gave no had no give. If you guys are following along, by the way, we are an hour and two minutes and thirty two seconds into the show. And dropped a hole into the chair. No, Watts grabbed the rope. He stopped himself, and Raven gets slammed down on it. Now Bob's gonna sit here and say, "Why is he not DQ'd? He didn't use the chair. He just slammed him onto the chair." Hmm. Interesting. That's why you could technically put someone through a table, I think. No, so what you're basically telling me is I could just glue a knife to a wall and then push somebody into the knife and think I didn't stab them. They fell into the knife. Uh, Yeah, in wrestling (laughs) terms, yes. Here we go. Oh, he kind of followed through that Irish whip with a knee. Here goes Watts off the chair like Sabu, jumping clothesline to Raven. 
Well, you know what? Eric Watts was in ECW for like a little bit, so maybe he's he stole that from Sabu too. He's, he oh, was. I, yeah, you didn't know that he was in ECW. I don't know if I did know that. Oh, you know what? I definitely have said it on the show. Maybe. I, yeah, you 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 know this. What did he do there? He lost. <laughs> That's what he did. Okay. <laughs> he would just lose. It wasn't even. I don't even know if it was that many appearances. I know of at least one was in Milwaukee, and I think it was like Balls Mahoney or something. He just got hit with a chair. Oh, Stun Gundam. We have him going for the cover one. Two, no. Kick out. Jab, jab, discus. No, boot to the midsection. Eric Watts going for powerbomb. And he told everybody that he's doing it, so Raven probably heard it, and he's going to get buckle bombed. You don't usually see a buckle bomb directly in the corner. You usually got to run and choke or, you know, throw them so that they, like, injure their neck and, like, can't really wrestle right. anymore. Was that? But, self, then, but then self somehow self. come back and can wrestle. Seth Rollins reference here, folks. Cheap yeah, shot. I, I, for one, love buckle bombs, but, you know. Cheap shot at Seth Rollins. I also like Seth Rollins, but not as much anymore. Anyway, right. ankle lock. Seth Rollins is a little too full of himself these days for me, but... I always I just got annoyed when uh, he beat Davy Richards at Death Before Dishonor 2010. Yeah, I mean that's just bullshit. But rolls through Raven gets thrown off that ankle lock, ducks the clothesline by Watts. Oh, super kick! One, two, kick out! Oh, turning Eric Watts inside out. What was <laughs> Dallas? What was that? That wasn't. It was like Watts. Oh my God. Eric Watts kind of bumped on that. Like it was almost like Raven didn't get the chance to hit the clothesline before he started to flip. He did not. Eric turned himself inside out before Raven even made contact with him. And then when he did make contact, it was kind of more his fist rather than yes. like the full clothesline. Yeah. Oh, ST. Oh, look, Eric Watts' pants is stuck on Raven's boot. He can't get the STF in all the way. This motherfucker ain't the one with the STF. Raven said, fuck that. Your uh, pants are too God, long. Thank God, dude. Thank God. That was Watts' finishing move in, like, 1992. <laughs> he put it on Arn Anderson at a gas station parking lot. If he had done it here in 2004 against Raven and won, I would have been freaking pissed. Watts pushing off. Isn't kicking. Oh, going for a choke slam? Oh, Raven sandbagged him. Oh, Do that gosh. again. Do that again. Raven didn't sell it. Look, he's getting up. Here we go. We're doing it again. Smart. Jump, bitch. There yeah, we but... go. Ah, fuck. Eric Watts won. Well, I good thing they did that again. <laughs> well, Raven was just communicating something to the referee, so I feel like something's going to be happening afterwards. You see he's clearly talking. Now, listen, um, there was a couple bumps in that, but I didn't hate it as much as a normal, <laughs> I feel like, Eric Watts match that we see. Yeah, I mean... It wasn't great. Uh, that was a horrible sandbag, though, on that choke slam. So well, the bad. choke slam and that clothesline. Besides that, like I didn't really mind the match, though. I think it was fine. Oh, Raven has a microphone. Watch. He said, "I'm sorry." I know this sounds insincere. 
I let my hatred for pain blind me. I didn't respect you. He goes, I still don't respect Paige. I said, I respect your family. I've never had a family. I've never had any friends. That's not true. You're my only friend, Watts. He goes, what are you asking for? I said, I know you won't forgive me. Interesting. Raven asking for forgiveness? Is this just a, a sneaky ploy by it's Raven? Ploy. What I don't understand is that if you go back oh. and look at the Raven. Oh, shit. <laughs> Watts oh, my was God. Like, he talking. just trash can. And yeah, Raven oh, came in with a trash fell can. Off. I think he just fell through a table or something, not that thing. Uh, uh, yeah, he did. He literally fell off the stage yeah. through a table all the way down there. I Holy thought I heard crap. it. The progression of the Raven character, I mean, going back to WCW, like, it was revealed, I guess, that he was, like, a rich, snotty kid that was just doing this stuff for attention. So he he does have a family. It's just a rich family. He does have friends. When was that, you said? ECW? WCW. WCW. 99, yeah. And they is were eventually going to do a feud with Piper, but they dropped it. Is that still, uh, is that still canon to Raven? <laughs> what is it? Is that still canon? Uh, I would, I, I'm assuming they're just forgetting about it. Or he's just bullshitting still, which makes sense, but. Yeah, I, I don't know. So we're, we're going over our, uh, we're impact replace, replay, sorry, to midnight and 2 a.m., I believe. Mm. Uh, and then also our next pay-per-view coming up in uh, February, they made a mention to as well. They. I'm assuming we'll see a uh, little hype video about that as well. Oh, do you hear that, Bob? That's Roddy Piper's music. Do you hear the bagpipe? Dude, I fucking love the laser lights. I'm just saying. I'm going to say that fucking for years to come. I fucking love the laser lights in the impact zone here. I can't wait to hear it. Next Here comes Piper, who is wearing fucking jeans underneath his kilt. Yeah. What the fuck? It's, dude, it's January in Orlando. Dude, the it's Dolly cold. Parton cut out making an appearance. I love that. I never knew Dolly made her appearance here in TNA, but here she I is. Know really. I can't believe we already saw one debut tonight, but. One debut of who? SoCal Val, Bob. Come on. Oh, right. Well, you know what? Sorry, Mr. Mike Sanders. I don't remember his name. That was bad. That was really <laughs> bad. And some people may be like, who gives a fuck if you're at my camp? I do, because we literally watched him torture us in sex for months. Yeah, that's true. That was pretty disappointing. Didn't he say something, too, about, like, how he's using, and he just stopped using? Like, in the interview? Um, yeah, it's something I don't even and, Like, remember. shortly later on, he was like, oh, well, I guess we're not going to bring you back in, so... Scott Hall making his way out here wearing the fake Elvis hair and wearing the outfit that Bob hates, but I think he looks really it's fucking just, good I in it. I don't understand why we're still doing an Elvis cosplay here. I don't... I like the outfit, though, dude. I'm telling you. The outfit's good. The hair's funny as shit. Like, that's stupid. Is he doing this because he's self-conscious about his body? I guarantee you that's what it is. That's gotta be what's going on. But I like the look. I, the fake hair is like silly, but 
And here comes modest, Jeff Hardy. Modest. Okay, so Tanay has said he's involved. Hector Garza is involved in a legal situation. Wow. I'm surprised they even made mention of that. They're probably kind of pissed. Oh, absolutely. Uh, by the way, pointing out, Jeff Hardy is wearing a Final Resolution shirt, and it is him on it, so he's definitely like on, on the poster. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, you know, I bet you their planning for Final Resolution was that Jeff Hardy would still be a major main mm. event guy. Now he's I bet you, yeah. Villain match with Scott. Does Lance have the final resolution t-shirt? Lance, tweet us. Let us know. I need to know. Say no. He better. No, he better have the Scott Hall Elvis cosplay outfit. He no. He's the Jeff Hardy guy, Bob. Is he? Lance. Yeah. Jesus Christ. You know, okay, so Piper of... took the kilt off, so I, I understand the jeans more now. Look at him spread the legs of Scott Hall to check him. Uh-oh. He's oh, he's got, he's got the paint drip knee pads on underneath his Yeah, outfit. he's wearing the outsider stuff. He's going to find a weapon. I hope he does. Oh, shit. He found a spike. That's a shank. <laughs> Scott's face. Like, yikes, he found it. Do you like that they only do this when there's special referees? Wait, there's another one. It's got to be a chain, right? It's a fork. You got a fork? Dude's thinking he's Abdullah the Butcher. He's going to have another one. By the way, Jeff Hardy has, like, paint on his arms, and I think it looks pretty cool. There's the chain. Out of his collar. They're saying that's why he wore the Elvis costume to hide all the weapons. Mm. There you go. So now you got your answer, Bob. Even though he wrestled it on with it on and uh, I don't worry about it. But you know what's funny is I bet you Andrew Thomas probably wouldn't have even checked, and then Scott would have used. Wait, every Scott. The bell rang, but Scott was checking Piper now. If Piper has something on him, I swear to God. <laughs> oh my! God. He's got handcuffs. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. Jeff Hardy's so sick of this shit. He's like, let's go. He's like, come on. And Jeff Hardy's wearing that green shirt that uh, Lance really wants. With the cool Jeff Hardy thing on it. That's not an official TNA shirt in his pocket. I think, you know, speaking of Lance, I think I saw him get in like a Twitter battle where Sean Ross Sapp or something like that about football. Oh, about football. I can't help with that. Yeah. Oh, Nice kick I to could be face. wrong, but I'm pretty sure I saw that. Lance, are you getting in drama, man? Are you really doing? Well, I think Lance is a. I think Lance was a is a Chiefs fan, and it was in relation to like a whisper Chiefs in the fan. wind. I, don't know. I know nothing about football. I know, but I just I'm pretty sure I saw it, and like I think Sean I think Sean blocked him, or like Lance blocked Sean, and then Sean was like, "Oh, gee, blocked me." I don't know. Wow, it's interesting. 
Hall, which is awkward which because I, that's it's really on. awkward because I know Sean uh, Rossep has that Jeff Hardy shirt and he was willing to just sell it for like fifteen bucks. But I, Lance I, never I, saw it because because he was blocked of the, of the beef. So. Yeah, I did. I thought I saw that tweet too. Actually, and... yeah. I really hope I know Lance will listen to this, but I, I really hope Lance would DM him. Yeah, you got that Jeff Hardy shirt. <laughs> I would be like, what the fuck are you talking about? What? Uh-oh. Another roll up by Hardy Piper. That is that kind of a fast count? Scott Hall kind of thought so, but he's he's getting to the floor now. He ain't screw this. I'm not really sure why Piper's refereeing this match. Because he's the he's part of the championship committee now. He's our something. What did they call him? I don't know. Drop kick. He's like an enforcer, right? That's what I thought. Crossbody to the floor. Scott Hall milking that, the uh, I hope Jeff Hardy loses. Oh, okay. Just for the just for the fun of it. I hope he just loses. Screw it. Jeff Hardy going for a. Leg drop to the lower midsection, and he did. I'm surprised the triple threat elimination match hasn't gone on earlier in the show. Yeah, I've I see. I feel like they would have opened with that just to kind of have the guy uh, time to rest see. and stuff. Do you do you think that they would do the elimination match and then just go right into the main event? There's no way. Right. I feel like they would have hyped that up more. Yeah. And like then right after the I feel like they they say that. So I don't think that's the case. Crowd's going nuts for Hardy. The young kids are. And the women. Right. And I that's think Lance probably of them. Well Lance no well, Lance is not a kid nor a woman. I know. So, That's why I said and. Well, I'm just saying it, it expands the, right, the audience here for Jeff Hardy. That there's at least one adult male that is cheering for Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy's got like little little braids in his hair tonight. I think I just realized that. Oh 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 oh! He's just slapping him and had kicks in the back of the. There's also like a group of fans that like dress up like Jeff Hardy that are right at if once we're on the hard cam right side, right at the corner of the ramp. In fact, they are wearing the green shirt that Lance wants. Just saying. Yeah, I think we should go into business where we uh, just bootleg shirts. Seems like seems like some people do pretty well at it. A lot of people do pretty good at it. I do want to learn how to screen print. No, you just go to a store. No, but I want to learn how to screen print so I can make them. No, because oh, Jeff Hardy's got sent into Piper. That's not good. Oh shit. Um, no, because you'll have a screen printing machine in your house, and you don't need a machine. Yeah, you. No, you don't. Well, what do you need then? Just they're called screens. You just need to. Oh, look at this! Scott Hall hid an an object under the turnbuckle. 
Where is pad. security that this guy is able to come down before the show and put brass knucks underneath the turn? He could hand he could hide anything. Oh, Piper Sog poked him in the eye. Oh my god. Twist I'm... of fate. Oh, I hate that cell. Like Scott the stunner's lack of cell. He does not want to fall to his midsection. Yo, Jeff Hardy going to the top rope. Yeah, woo, Swanton hits it. Yeah, great. Okay, cover him. One, two. Got it. See, now, if I was Scott Hall, I would have just got the brass knucks and punched him right in the head on the pin and then rolled over and beat him. Could have been you, Hector Garza, but steroids. I bet you Hector Garza would have won that match. Absolutely, he would have. But Jeff Hardy's on the microphone. I'm going to start kicking some ass around this place. Hector Garza, you're a free man. He's starting with you, King of the Mountain. What if he's not the champion anymore after this? Well, he's the King of the Mountain. Yeah, that's that's Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. Oh, Jeffrey kicking Scott Hall still. He's like, he's on fire here. Yes. He said, I'm going to show up for at, on time for Impact taping in two days. He goes, Piper goes, you want to shout out the title? Get it while you can. This feels very, like, improv and, like, why are they talking on the microphone? Next world heavyweight champion right here, man. Jeff Hardy, okay. That ship has sailed. <gasps> oh my god, Abyss. Abyss is back. Bob. Bob. Shock treatment? So much for uh, the issue there. <laughs> yeah, I think the issue is solved, baby. Yeah, I think we figured it out. He's not even on the card. That's right. They're saying, is he on the TNA roster? See, so we're even making reference to that. Black hole slam, music's playing, security's trying to stop well, Here's him. my thing, okay? If they're hyping this up, why are they playing his music? Don't play his music if they're like, oh, is he on the roster? What is he doing here? Well, if you didn't know he was going to be here, how is his music queued up? <laughs> don't play the music. It's minor details like that. Like, just don't do that. I don't know why we do that. Is that is that Haku? That's Haku. Oh my god, is that Billy Firehawk? Who? That is. That's the NWA cyberspace promoter guy. Oh, wait a second. Wait, I think I know who you're talking about. Billy Firehawk in the crowd. What the fuck is going on? Oh, Tracy. Oh, she has a little problem talking to this production guy. Here comes a divorce. Oh, these arms are huge. So my little problem is. You seem to be around Dusty's office all day long. Do you know where those little clues are? Oh, he knocked his tools over. <laughs> Dusty's Dusty needs Trinity came and said, Dusty needs us both. Oh, she she's lying. She she wanted to trick her. 
So back to business. So now Trinity's going to seduce this man. Tell me who the clue is. <laughs> he goes, I don't have a clue. She's like, you really don't have a clue. Wow. Okay. So triple threat up next. Elimination. The Alpha Male Monty Brown. I like that graphic. That was kind of fun. It moved over. And I like Jer how, Jeff, Jarrett like how Jeff Jarrett's the biggest of them all. Well, because he's the champ. Here we go, baby. The alpha male. No, no need for a uh, video package. We already saw it. Who do you Here think? Who do you think is going to win this? Kevin Ash because he dyed his hair. Oh man, I dude! I'm telling know. you, something's up with that. I think that I think that what people want is this man right here, the alpha male. Absolutely. And if then, Ronnie Brown wins this match, he should win the title. He needs to win the title. If DDP wins, he's not winning the title. No. If Kevin Nash wins, he's not winning the no. title. Monty Brown is the only one that needs to make this comeback. And they showed the video of like him losing his match against Jarrett before. I don't know. It just makes sense. Speaking of, here comes Kevin Nash. Now, the last time we saw Kevin Nash, he did not wear his Where red. Where's Amazing Red? That's a great question. That was a great sign there. Where's Amazing Red? Sure. This is our first Kevin Nash in ring gear appearance because he wrestled in the Elvis gear. Thank God that he's in his regular gear. It just says Nash. In very boring iron-on letters on his stomach. Nash. <laughs> very well, not even be iron-on. It might just be glued on. It probably is. <laughs> Taped on there. I don't know. Maybe it's always that boring and I never noticed. But Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah, I've never been anything other than that. Nash. Here comes DDP. <laughs> so five, five. So I'm fine. Oh man, DDP's getting a good pop. Yeah, he is. Going through the crowd quick. I mean, crowd fucking loves DDP. I cannot believe that I saw Billy Firehawk in the crowd. Now, people are going to be wondering, Bob, what's the big deal? Well, Billy Firehawk, as I mentioned, is a promoter of NWA Cyberspace. Is it the same guy that we've seen before, like, in the asylum and stuff? Like, no. in the crowd and stuff? Or no? No. No, he was never at the, yeah, never at the asylum. So, um, Cyberspace obviously has used and would use a bunch of TNA guys. It was almost like... Hermie Sadler's UWF stuff, but in New Jersey instead of like North Carolina or whatever. And also a major difference was that Cyberspace would only draw about 175 people and Hermie Sadler would draw like 600. He drew 600 people? Yeah. Wow. He drew some, he drew, he would draw some good crowds. Were there some crowds that were like 200? Sure.
Okay, so Kevin Nash is laying low while Monty Brown and DDP go start the match here. Smart strategy. Andrew Thomas, our special referee. Yeah, DDP doesn't know if he can trust Kevin Nash. I mean, they were former tag team champions, so he probably could trust them on some level. But can he trust them anymore? That is the test. The answer to that, I just don't know. I don't know. I think I would trust Kevin Nash. Scott Hall, I don't think I would trust. Nash, though, I think I would. DDP center the shoulder rock. It's sent to the floor. That means that Kevin Ash should probably do something. I love that he's just standing there. Easy payday, man. We got to be running low on appearances for Hall and Nash, I feel like. Yeah. Monty Brown went to a gym on Super Bowl weekend to see if he could find one of the wrestlers that he admired, which would be either Sting or Lex Luger. Is that really what we're saying? Sting and Lex Luger, huh? Bring in the Stinger. What are we waiting for? Waiting for money. They can't afford Sting right now. Well... Well, Bob, after this match, we have our tag team title match and our X Division title match still. Ultimate X. I can't freaking wait. And the world title match. Are those, world is title. that it? The last matches or the three title matches? That's all we got left, unless they're going to wow. really throw another uh, curveball at us. But they usually, I feel like once they get, I feel like they like to get those out of the way to begin with. Okay, so my only thing with that is if you put the Ultimate X on before the world title match, I mean, that's that's dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> Especially with the guys you got in it. Yeah, yeah, that is a tough one. Monty Brown is punching Nash right to the mat. Look, now DDP's just chilling. I don't like the idea of just, like, watching them fight. <clears throat> well, it makes you wonder why it's even a triple threat. Exactly. And remember, Bob, this is an elimination match. We have to sit through an elimination before the match can even end. So I guess that's the question. DDP or Nash have to be eliminated first, right? We have to, if Monty Brown's not going to win... He's got to at least get to the final of that just to really piss people off, right? Yeah. Side slam by Nash on the Brown for a two count. Needless in the corner. Trademark Kevin Nash. Okay, so that's important. There's three ways to be eliminated. Pin, submission, or being thrown over the top to the floor. I feel like being thrown over the top rope is for Kevin Nash so he doesn't do a job. That is what I feel. He must have thrown that in there. Listen, if I ain't winning, you're just tossing me over the top. I ain't pinning, I ain't tapping, none of them. Nobody. 
So you're telling me that's who's getting eliminated first. <laughs> yeah. Short arm clothesline by DDP. Disc is clothesline by DDP. Oh, he's signaling. Bang. Cutter. Bang. Fanging and banging. Another knee lift. Oh, DDT. Who is this guy? Jake Roberts? Jake Roberts. One, two. No, Nash breaking up the cover. Uh, yeah. Ronnie Brown getting double team again. Choked by DDP. Knee lifts by Nash. See, they know he's a threat. Yeah, so they got to beat him down. So they're trying to get rid of Monty Brown first. Oh! Okay. There goes Kevin Nash. See? Are you fucking serious? Yeah. Yeah. See, now I feel like DDP is about to win. Dude. But I don't, you know what? No, I don't think so. I don't think that, no, I think Monty's going to pull those in. I'm pissed. Got set up for a running power. Oh, oh, oh no. diamond cutter. Oh, oh, shit. Wait. DDP switched. Nash to took him off. What the fuck? Oh, so you can't trust Nash. Oh, Nash sends him into the metal pillar thing. The structure of the uh, ultimate act. And then he rolls. Oh, I thought DP was still going to win. <laughs> because he rolled him into the ring and he landed on top of Monty Brown. That would have been so bad. Okay, so. Wow. Are we going to get a, a Nash DDP match now? Inside Cradle. No, Monty Brown cannot get it. Uh, yes, I bet you we will. Stop it. Oh, he's fucking roll-ups. Roll oh, up. my God. Going for it's like line, if they it. don't have... Like, they don't know what to do. They don't know what to do. Close line. Dare I say this? DDP came back and worked with Raven because he knows Raven and he kind of trusts Raven. Yeah. He doesn't really know Monty Brown. And I think it's kind of showing. Is he going to allow Monty Brown to hit the pounce on him? I would, I would, I would think so. Sure. You don't think he's like worried? He's gonna like tweak his neck or something on it? Oh no. Kick out. DDP is like just yelling out moves for him to do. I heard him say clothesline, and there's a clothesline in the corner. I can't believe Kevin Nash was in this match and did nothing. <laughs> he really didn't do much. Oh my god. He did a side slam at one point. Right. He got tossed to the floor. That's how he got eliminated. You dude, you called it though. You said that's for Kevin Nash. That that had to be for what it was. Going for that fall away slam. Oh, 
Okay, so just so everyone knows, in about four minutes, we're going to have to switch discs, and hopefully we don't have any issues. Yeah, hopefully. I'm hoping it's not in the middle of a match, because that'd be pretty late. No, it's never at the middle of a match. Kick out a two after that power slam. Sorry, bro, you got the shoulder up. That's what Andrew Thomas is saying. He's like, listen, can we get moving? I got to go produce some shows, so can we go? Can you just wrap this up go home? Chop. Another chop. By Monty Brown into the corner. Sending DDP. Nope. Counter elbow by DDP. Oh, calling for the diamond cutter. Whenever he calls for it, I feel like it doesn't happen. Well, no, because he just wants to get that pop. I'm like, Crowley, yeah, diamond cutter. It just dude. doesn't feel like a move you set up for. And look, it's not. Look at, look at. Pouch. Oh, Three, that's get one, baby. two, got it. Monty Brown is the number one contender. He's gonna fight Jeff Jarrett tonight. As the sign says right there, he's gonna be the new world champ. See, it's uh, not difficult booking. You now you gotta put him over. I'm gonna say it. That was the most disappointing match of the night for me so far. Well, I don't know what we really would have expected there. I don't know either, I guess. But I was excited about it, and then uh, I quickly was not anymore. It should have just been... I guess that's my problem. It should have just been three dudes brawling, but instead we had two guys wrestling and the one guy standing in the corner. I think that's my issue. If there was more actual wrestling or fighting... um, I I probably would have avoided um, the elimination aspect, too. Just make it a three-way. Do what you got to do. Yeah, that's how I feel. I think that's where my letdown was. Because the elimination aspect allows you to do a guy just standing in the corner because he knows that by well, I stand here, I don't lose. There's an elimination. Yeah. <clears throat> well, we got the outcome I think we wanted. Monty Brown going for a handshake. DDP takes his hand, pulls him back up. Looks like we have some mutual respect here. Go win the title, brother. Little fist bump. Yeah. See, I put him over. See? Yeah. There you go. Sounds like tag team titles are up next, Bob. Wow. That surprises me. Going right into a video package. It's a mood point. Mood point. He he flips him. That's right. And they had to beat Team Canada in order to get a shot at the titles. Right. So booking 101 would mean that they shouldn't win on pay-per-view. But you know what? TNA likes to do things different. I think they're going to win. A nightmare. Yeah. AMW, baby. It's simple math, boys. There's going to be a fight. <laughs> You're not going to um, win. On a recent episode of Impact, Bully Ray was supposed to put Scott Demore through a flaming table. Oh, my God. Did you see it? No. 
Oh, well, it wouldn't light. Oh. <laughs> but on the actual broadcast, they edited it beautifully, so they don't show any of that part. Like, of him trying to, like, light it or anything. And they cut to the crowd and come back and he just does the powerbomb. But so if, you they see, don't... if you see the fan video, then you know what they were trying to do. Uh, we were on disc, too. Yeah. That was quick. Well, it's, My... mine is fixing the AVI index because, you know. Okay, well, I'm already in the impact zone. I know you are. And I'll just get to a certain time here and then be like, let me know when you get to whatever. Roll so let me know lines. when you get to, uh, uh, I don't know, what are you at? I'm almost at 30 seconds, so go to like 40 or something. We're just seeing taglines. Can a maintain intensity? Canadian Gold Rush? Let me know when you get to uh, 50, let me know, how about one minute? Okay, one minute. Uh, from six sides of steel to six-man tag title reigns? Six, ta- so I don't know, let's see. Let's see. Can they keep the momentum rolling? We'll find out here in a minute. Team Canada is coming out first. About 55, 56, 57, 58, 59. One minute. Cool. Look at Excellent. that. Excellent. We are lined up in Team Canada making their way to the ring. The six-sided ring. Bobby Roode, Eric Young. Eric Young going back to WWE for some reason. Is he, though? Because Vince is going to come back. and then. Well, I don't know now. I... But that's definitely the what's happening which sucks because he can't go back to impact because like he was murdered there's definitely a workaround <laughs> the guy got stabbed in like the throat like what are we talking about here? i mean they also killed um bunny but or alley at the time yeah but like that sure. was in that was in like the the dark realm or something has shit she like come that. has she returned to impact well no but exactly because she's dead he could come back that's why you don't do deaths in wrestling. Because they're never gone forever. My favorite, one of my favorite things. Bob, it's like a comic book. They can come back. There's ways. No, it's not the same. One of my favorite things in the whole world is that, like, Flip Gordon had his final match in Northeast Wrestling, right? Because he got signed at Ring of Honor. And I kid you not, within two months, it was like, guess who's back at Northeast Wrestling? <laughs> That's stupid, that's stupid it's as like, shit. It's like, oh, okay, guys. Like, just that. Um, now, uh, guys, just so everyone knows, moving forward, we're not going to say how far we're into the show. We're going to say probably how much time is left because of the way our second disc is. Right. It'll probably just be easier. Uh, but that's how we've been handling the pay-per-views, and it seems to work pretty good. I don't know if you saw this, but there is... It looks like Muda's last matches have been announced. Yes, Bob, I'm very well aware of this, and um, I I uh, I just watched my first uh, Processing Noah show <laughs> recently. Uh, I really enjoyed it, so I will be watching. The Hakushi is in the match. Yeah, I actually I should have put that in our group chat. I sent it to Austin because I know he really likes Hakushi, but yeah. uh, we're brawling, uh, dude. Yeah. Bell rang, but oh. we're brawling on the ramp yeah. here. Oh, I thought Chris Harris was about to fall uh, off his so stage. So did I. Clothesline Close to Bobby Roode. Yeah, dude, there's a bunch of people on that show. Anthony Green's on that card. Um, I on the Noah who... one? Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, you, if you're if you a GCW fan, Ninja Mac is there. 
I forgot who else. I just looked at the card this morning and I was like, wow, there's a lot more people on this card than I. I'm still trying to get used to like knowing who people are because I I don't I don't know any of the guys. But I mean I'm subscribed to their their, their streaming service now, so the only reason why you got it was for the AEW guys. We all know that. No, I got it. Head scissors on the I got it so I could see the Shinsuke and Muda match and then I watched the whole show and I enjoyed it, so how long was the show? It was like six hours? No, I think it was three. Wrestle Kingdom was six hours, and I watched that. But Oh, you did? I did end up watching it. Yeah, I just watched it the other day. Is it on the same streaming thing? No. <laughs> I think so. We've yet to get in the ring here. I'm, I'm oh. assuming Jeff Jarrett must have been the agent for this match. Probably. Uh, Ultimo Dragon is also on the Muda show. Really? Yeah. Wow. Dude, I'm telling you. That's the other guy. Oh, and you know who else is on there that I meant to text you about, but I figured I'd tell you right here. Our buddy Nasawa, uh-huh. who made many appearances in TNA. He goes by Nasawa Rangai. I'm going to mess that up. Rangai? I don't know how to say it. Anyways, he looks very different. That's him. Oh, wow. And I didn't even realize it was him until after I watched the show already. Oh, Timothy Thatcher's on there as well. And there's this other guy who I'd never knew his name before. Hold on. I got to look up again because I forgot exactly what it is. Harris. Now we're, we're finally in the ring. Harris and Young are legally starting off. Some left hands here by Harris. Young avoids Harris in the corner, but he misses a right hand and gets tossed over the top through the floor. Almost yeah. at the X Division structure. Yeah, he did. Uh, Jack Morris, who's a UK guy, who I, I think is pretty good. But anyways, back to TNA. I love the brawling in the beginning of this. Now we're finally getting some structure, but Eric Young falls out of the ring again. Eric Young does not look like he wants to continue. He's like, I'm out of here. Right. Looks like he has a knot on his forehead. Yeah, he does. Yeah, even Don West just said it, too. Here comes Harris, right from behind, knocking Eric Watts down on the ramp. This is turd dashy. According to Don. Incredibly physical tag team matchup. Oh, uh oh. Oh man, they toss Rude groin first into Young's chest. That's got to be nice. Crowd's going nuts for AMW right now. Oh, same thing with Young. Oh, no. Oh, they thought it was the top onto Rude. Wow. I thought they were going to send him into the turnbuckle. <laughs> he may have a matching <laughs> egg on the other side of his head. <laughs> Here's another replay. That was, that was pretty good. I was not expecting 
You are right. The crowd is going nuts for this. Yeah. See, now, if, a- if AMW wins the titles here, I can't really think of, again, maybe Shane and Kazarian. I don't know, but. Yeah, I could see Shane and Kazarian. Would you ju- I feel like it would just be a continued feud here with um, Team Canada. Uh, yeah, I think it probably would. Outsiders. If they're still around, but I don't even know. I think we're our time is running short on the outsiders here in TNA. Backbite dropped to Bobby Roode by James Storm. If you notice, AMW is wearing their pay-per-view gear here, Bob. White and gold. Because they're going to add some gold to their waist. Kick out by Bobby Roode. Young with a knee lift from the apron, and that allows Rude to hit a neck breaker on James Storm. Young now legally entering. Going crazy with USA chance. <laughs> Demore. <laughs> Here we go. Choking. Storm over the second rope. Ooh, Demore is a cheap shot. They're faking the tags. And then freaking Rudy will be like, all right. But then if AMW did a legit tag and he didn't see it, he'd be like, no, 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 no. No, no. Can't do that. He literally was just like, yeah, I tagged. He was like, okay. Yeah. All right. I believe you guys. You, I think that's my favorite are... referee thing is like when the referee like doesn't see the heel tags and is like, okay. <laughs> I believe you. Keeping a chin lock here on the store. Is Bobby Rude? You're going to get a submission with that. Elbow. It's so physical. Knee lift to the midsection. Drag Storm into the corner. Tags in Eric Young. Others oh, laying in some kicks. A boot scrape. This is kind of a, a boring sequence, I must say. Hey, man, you got to go slow it down a little after they were going a million miles an hour. No, they were just brawling. Back breaker one or two. Oh, storm kicks out again. Here comes Rude. Kicks to the midsection. 
boring heel work, I must say. Yeah, it's definitely slowing down here. That is for sure. Dallas, how do you feel about a uh, 60-minute Ironman match between uh, Daniel, uh, Brian Danielson and MJF, potentially? Um, wish it was 30. I wish there wasn't one. Listen, I like MJF and all, but 60 minutes? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. What are they going to do for 60 minutes? Daniel Danielson's going to have him in, like, just submissions for, like... Right, it's going to exactly. be like the WrestleMania. It's going to be like WrestleMania 12. No, that's exactly what it's going to be like. Oh, maybe. I hope I'm wrong. But... Oh, rude knocks Harris off the apron. To stop the tag here. I want to point out too quick. I know we're going to probably talk more about it when the match happens. The ultimate X structure looks taller to me. Maybe it's just the shot, the far shot, but it looks like, doesn't it look taller? That looks way higher. I'm not nuts here. Like, I don't know how they're going to jump to get it. They're going to have to legitimately climb the structure. Yeah. That's what I thought, but. Dude, if I was a X Division guy and they're like, "Hey, uh, you got Ultimate X today," I'd be like, "I quit, dude. I can't fuck. I'd be like homicide, trying to get out of that cage, <laughs> escape. I'd be like, I can't fucking climb this. The asylum cage match. Yeah, I can't do this. I quit. I don't have the upper body strength for this. I, I gotta, I gotta put my notice in." Do you, how do you think he felt when they were like, hey, you're winning the match? Do you think he knew right then and there, there's no fucking way I can climb out of this? No, I think he probably thought he could do it, and then he went up there and did it, and I was like, oh, shit, I can't. After fucking match fatigue and everything? Oh, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? That was on Impact, right? Mm-hmm. That 2010 one? The first yeah. Because Jeff Hardy came out like right after. It's so funny. I remember being so excited to watch that show, and then like it was like the first match, right? It might have been. I think it was. And like I was just watching Homicide not getting out. Of the <laughs> this guy can't do it. He can't get out. <laughs> also, I was convinced that Impact would have a far better rating than they got, and like, oh, Monday Night Wars, baby. And then the next day, I look at it like. Okay, well, they got like a point nine. <laughs> so, oh my, no. You gotta be kidding me. Okay, more chin locks here, by the way, in the match. Really not missing much, guys. Yeah, I, I don't want right to sit here in silence because they're not doing anything. Right. I mean, it's a fine match, but we're just slowing it down a lot right now. That's all. I feel as if they told them, hey, guys, we have Ultimate Next coming up. Don't kill the crowd for that. I don't know uh, if you could. Can you kill a crowd for an Ultimate X? I feel like if I was getting I sleepy, if I was getting sleepy and they pull out the Ultimate X, I'd be like, yo, I'm up again. I'm awake. 
Well, I think if you go if you go banger banger, back to back. Uh, I can. I think. I think. I don't mind that. Okay. You know what? So let me say this. Let's say you have. Uh, it's the problem is when you go banger banger sleeper and it's like fuck. No. See, I don't know if I agree with that. No, if you have two good matches and then the main event sucks, you're okay with that? Oh, no, no, no. That's what I meant by sleeper. But I'm saying if you have banger, banger, and then your main events, even on paper, not going to be a banger, like, that's, (laughs) you're just asking for trouble. I mean, there's no way. We're picking this back up again, though. Harris taking out both Team Canada members here. The South Southpaw connects. It'd be like... I'm gonna I'm gonna do like a mishmash here. It'd be like uh Stalling suplex. It'd be like doing like Razor and Sean ladder match and then Brett Steve Austin submission match and then your main event is like Psycho Sid against Hulk Hogan. <laughs> it it's like what? Like all these oh crazy lame match. Oh all this blood and our main event is Hulk Hogan and Sid. Okay. Well. Sometimes that's just how it happens. I feel like it's like hard. Like, oh wait, are we going for death sentence here? Oh, Eric Young gets in though. He stops it. Oh, wait, oh wait, and anyway, now he's stopping it. Are you gonna do a tower of doom bullshit? Yeah, it's a tag match. Wait, he's about to hurt his own guy. Oh, oh, he threw him and he hit Bobby Roode. Yeah, he did like a somersault, like dive, I guess, under Young, out of the Tower of Doom. Here we go. Here's a replay. Harris is lucky he did a full rotation. Yeah, that was really close. Oh. Oh, super kick. Oh, Dr. Moore pulled them out. Damn, Damn that Demore. Uh-oh. Demore is trapped on the floor. He knows it. Just saw some. Oh, they have the handcuffs. He probably got it from Scott Hall, who took it from Piper. <laughs> Handcuff him there, and then they just keep him there for the rest of the show. That'd be hilarious. I thought that was held on the duct tape. That I thought the same thing. It probably was in the asylum years. It probably was duct tape. The more handcuffed to the ultimate X structure. He's trying to bite the handcuffs free. Hey, you gotta do whatever you gotta do. Eric Young, about to hit a heart attack here. Oh, beautiful. One. Two, no, no nope. kicks it. And Storm knocked Brood down too, so the crowd definitely was feeling like that could have been it. That could have been a W. But it's not. The adrenaline. The excitement. No, Divine came out. Oh. He's got a hockey stick. 
He was just caught. Uh, oh, he's running. Run away. Skedaddle out of there, pal. Ah, shit. Bobby Roode caught Harris. Oh. Oh, shit. Hockey's the broken over the back of James Storm after he just hit the eight-second ride. I think, right? Eight-second ride, is that what he calls yeah. it? And Eric Gunn going for the... Well, he was pulled on by Johnny Devine. Oh! oh. Storm is like, not today. I ain't doing no job. That doesn't work for me, brother. So Johnny Devine has the remains of the hockey stick. Goes to swing it again. And boom, spine buster by Harris. Dallas, I'd like to confirm that it was, in fact, Pat in the front row of that yo, show. Yo, I fucking knew it, dude. He said, I was like, I'm watching Final Rose 2005, and I swear to God, Pat's in the front row. And I just got a response saying, I was. I fucking knew it. Oh, they almost got it with the power bomb. With the powerplex there. Almost got it. Damn. Dude, I fucking knew it, man. It looks too much like him to not be him. That's so funny. They're probably wondering why you're watching Final Resolution 2005. Probably, yeah. <laughs> I And then I can just return and be like, why were you there? Burn. That's awesome. Catatonic. Catatonic. Chris Harris. Uh-oh. Divine a chair now? Sliding a chair in the ring? Why is he sliding the chair to Chris Harris? Okay, now he's coming in. Because he's trying to see because the referee. Oh! oh! They did the same spot they did on Impact. Yeah, the lariat from the lariat. And Harris landed on the chair face first. And, of course, Andrew Thomas is the referee. And that means he, or Rudy Charles is. He didn't see it. Foot on the rope, ready? I saw Harris scooch. That's how I knew. Yeah, I did too. Harris got his foot on the rope because he knew that he couldn't take the pin. Now, Divine still has the chair. Oh, oh. he thought it was AMW. It was Eric Young, and he just smashed him with the chair. It's still oh, uh, Harris got the roll up for the three. And we Holy have two shit. champions. Okay, that was okay, good. Okay, so now here's the thing the, the closing sequence, the you know, chair stuff, that's good. That was a boring match. Overall. I mean, the middle part was not great. <laughs> yeah, that, it was very long and just nothing going on. So It was just a lot of headlocks, which I don't really enjoy. Yeah. But the brawling in the beginning I really liked. And yeah, that closing whole yeah, the thing was the really start was good. good. But you're right. That middle was just like death. That was. Well, listen, I like the bread of the sandwich. So you know what? Good match. I, I like the bread of the sandwich. Yeah, I like the top and the. The bottom. <laughs> Not the middle. <laughs> Sometimes the middle is a letdown, man. Sometimes the best part of your sandwich is the bread. So you don't like a sandwich, then? Yes, I did. I like the bread. Oh, here's Johnny Fairplay. Divine. Or jo sorry, Johnny Fairplay, yes. Johnny Fairplay about to get fired. He calls her Tracy a bimbo and says, look, it's called a clue. I win. He's just going to get beat up. Yeah, I mean, come on, Johnny. They're taking off. What is he? They're trying to take off his satchel. Have his oh, no. shirt. Oh well, now they're taking his shirt. Yeah, oh, no, they're raking his back with their nails. 
What is it? Is it going to open his... Or is it like... Oh, oh, it was water. It's a little water holder. Water. Tracy and Fairplay... Or, sorry, Tracy and Trinity just ripped the clue in half. Now they're running to the bed of the truck. Dusty's like, what? What's going on? Okay, you guys survived. You're at TNA. Team, team Trinity, Team Tracy. Okay, so Dusty just said, find a team that has never wrestled here before. Bring them to me. The winner is going to be his secretary. Who the heck could they possibly bring in? Look at Fair Play crawling still. He's crawling. The hat. He's like, I have a clue. Um, what are the chances that they bring tag teams that have, in fact, wrestled in TNA before? Oh, yeah, they will. We are hanging up the title officially for Ultimate X. They are trying to make sure that this thing is not going to fall down. Look, they're even Velcroing around it. They're really, really trying to make sure on pay-per-view right now that this title is not going to fall down. Right. Uh, I have some more news here from Pat. Okay. Uh, he said, I went to every pay-per-view until mid-2005. I was usually in, quote, the pit. Unquote. Oh, shit. Okay, we'll be looking for him. All right, Bob. Highlight package, it's my turn. You carry the highlight package this time. Okay, that's going to go pee. This is a rundown for Ultimate X, uh, fellas. Because let's face it, there's no ladies listening to this. Uh, at least I truly doubt it. We're getting highlights of uh, various men doing it. It looks like it's well, actually it's highlights of all the guys that are in the match. So Saban's getting some focus here. You know, buckle bomb into the railing there. This is from I believe Turning Point. Yeah, it is. Saban doing some dives. It's the floor a whole bunch. This should be a good match. Ultimate X with AJ, PD, and Saban. Just does Petey retain the title? I don't know. It seems like it might be time to change it, but do we put it on AJ? AJ doesn't really need the X Division Championship, but he's arguably your best worker, and maybe put the work rate title on him. Or do you put it on Saban, who has been champion before? I don't know. Dallas doesn't know. Dallas would probably say whatever they do is great because anything TNA has done ever, he's uh, enjoyed it. The most dominating X Division champion, P.D. Williams. That's what he said in a promo. Focusing on the Destroyer. Tonight, Ultimate X. A stipulation that may have been done to death already. But there is a draw for Ultimate X. I know I'm excited for it. Dallas has returned. I think he's got celery or something. Are you back with celery, Dallas, or what? Celery, he says. Pistachios. Okay, close. <laughs> celery. 
Um, okay, so back to this Pat thing. I'm a little mad at him about that. that. Fucking every pay-per-view till mid 2005. Did he go to the 2004 one? Did he say? He said he went to everyone until mid 2005. So I'm assuming he went to Turning Point and Victor. You gotta be fucking kidding me. Do you tell him Dallas hates him? I'm not gonna tell him that. He doesn't even know who you are. Actually, he does know who I am. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. Okay, X Factor, Saban's He would know success. your first name. He might, yeah. No, if anything, I'll be like, uh, that guy that you uh, you sold that Genesis of TNA thing. He didn't sell it. Traded it. for. Yeah, whatever. Come on, Bob. Get your shit together. Hell, Zabin. He knows me. We talk at conventions sometimes. I bet you do. Saban, about to win the X Division title tonight. Do you think so or no? I wouldn't be surprised if we take all the belts off Team Canada. You know what? Although I, I think they'd give it back to Styles before Saban, though. Okay, so when you were gone, I was wondering: do does AJ AJ doesn't really need the belt, but he is like the top worker, right? So I mean, do you just put the belt on him? Although this, okay, so this goes into our primetime discussion. Who would you rather, if if potentially he has a shot at the title, who do you want to see primetime fight for the title against? Hmm. I mean, primetime and AJ would probably be a good match. But I think I know what, be, I, any of them would really be good. No, that's but, what I'm saying. But I, I think I'd rather just Saban be the champion. Me too. I was thinking Saban as well. Yeah. Whoa. Right after this entrance, I'm cracking some shells, baby. Let's go. Okay. Cracking some shells, he says. <laughs> oh, shell, yeah. I can't believe this motherfucker went to all these pay-per-views. I'm so mad right now. And now that I think about it, at Gizmos, he didn't even have that much TNA merch. Come on, man. You could have got some and sold Maybe it. you didn't really enjoy it. Uh, you kind of have to if you're going to all the pay-per-views. That's not true, Dallas. We've gone to independent wrestling shows that we did not enjoy, but we went just because it was wrestling. Okay. Yeah, we have. <laughs> we have gone to shows knowing we aren't going to enjoy it. But the, actually, that was also kind of part of the charm of why we went. That's like we, true. We know we're not going to like this show. Let's yeah, go. Yeah. Let's see how they're going to mess up this time. Right. Oh, hey, they forgot the turnbuckles again. You know, that type of stuff. I wish I was there for that. I would have been so fucking mad. Yeah. It was pretty. It was pretty silly, I must say. Styles starting off with some choppy boys. Oh, but Saban's stopping. I'm surprised that one person isn't just standing in the corner like uh, good old Kevin Nash was. I mean, they might as well do it like that, right? Might as well. Three of the greatest athletes in the world going at it here. You'll be glad to know when I was downstairs and I grabbed the bag of pistachios, I was told I'm annoying. Because I wanted pistachios. 
Kaylee said you were annoying. Yeah, she. I grabbed them and she goes, "You're annoying." It's because she doesn't want you to eat them all. Yes, that's exactly what it that's is. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> and those bags are not cheap either. It's like eleven dollars. This one was on clearance at my local Walmart for eight. Really? So you yeah. only got one? Yeah, I didn't realize I was going to try to go through it this fast, but you know that that's an example of like realizing that adulthood sucks because as a kid my dad would just get a huge bag of pistachios and I'm like oh this is great they must be like cheap as fuck and you grow up and it's like oh that cost me that would cost me thirty four dollars dude the expensive like, the big bags yeah yeah and it's like oh hey dad oh well, no it's like he, back then you would just make your own like you just get a plastic bag and put as much as you want and just wait by oh the weight yeah they weren't really too hyped for a while yeah Petey Williams is out of this now because they just drop-kicked him. So now we got a little Styles and Saban chain wrestling. I should uh, grow a pistachio tree. I like that idea. Saban reaching up for the cable, but no. Is that illegal to do that? Um, It might be invasive. I'm not really sure. It's like I've bought in plants at like the store where they're like, don't dump this because it's like an invasive plant. So you can't like save uh, Styles just jumped over Sabin, and tried to grab the cable, but did not. He missed it. He trips uh, saving the fans are literally laughing. They're fighting right in front of Pat. Oh, no, here comes a dive. Oh, you almost hit Pat in the face. Dude, I'm just saying, I fucking knew it, okay? And I'm mad about it. Pat nice right dive, in front though. of Billy Firehawk. From NWA Cyberspace. Which one's Billy Firehawk? Uh, he is the... Oh, let's see if we can get a better camera. He literally is sporting the Triple H hat from, like, 2000. Okay, that's what I thought you were talking about. That's awesome. AJ trying to climb up that structure. Sabin, though, says a uh, no. It's going to happen here. Ooh. Oh, pop up drop gag. Holy shit. Him into the steel structure. That was dangerous. It is way higher. He's got it. He's because before they could just grab it. He can't. He's got to at least jump. He's got to jump. Like literally. Wow. Saban, first man on the cables. Are the cables shorter though? Uh, it's hard to tell. Scott Demore trying to get involved here. I didn't even realize Demore was unhandcuffed. Oh, atomic drop. He was unhandcuffed. Uh oh, Mike Posey, you out of here. Probably should have done that before the match even started, but I waited. They're saying get the F big out. fat load. Today just called them. That's. <laughs> He's an executive producer guy now for Impact. We've gone a big fat load. I can't believe this. 
Oh, I also want to apologize. I was doubting the um, Giselle Shaw, Scott Demore stuff when it was, during our last recording, but they are they're a couple, so they're I'm really definitely happy. I'm happy for them. Yeah, but I was doubting it. I didn't believe it at the time. Now that relationship will get really awkward if he ever has to fire her. Yeah, or like someone else will fire. Or like there's a contract negotiation and she's like, I think I'm worth this much. And he'd be like, oh, sweetie, no. And probably the whole thing. Who else would do it? Don Callis isn't in that same role anymore. No. Ed Norton. I feel like it's just not, it's not like work appropriate to do that. I don't work there. And he really does not like Demore tonight. Big fat load, crap. Big fat load. Fat load. PD is fired up now. Oh, suplex, a little twist of the hips. Then a back suplex. No one is chanting for PD Williams. They're chanting for Saban and AJ. Why would they? Why would they chant for the heel to win? I'm just saying. He's a Canadian. You always got to boo the Canadian. Chopping away on each other. Oh, yanks him down. Blocks the boot. Elbow to the back. Now he's going to go for the sharpshooter. He's got locked in pretty good. Unfortunately, uh, he can't win with this. AJ, though, he can definitely win with how he's going. He's going to try to... Yep, he's going to grab the... PD goes, nope. Oh, yanks him down. Misses a jump kick. German, Canadian soup. Canadian soup, nice. AJ landed on his shoulder. There's no, there's no pins, Petey. You can't believe it. He's like, what are you talking about? I can't pin him. What do you mean I can't win by a submission in the Ultimate X? You told me how to climb up on that? If Kevin Nash was ever in an Ultimate X, they'd, they'd change the rules. They'd be like, oh, you can win by pinfall. You can win by going over the top rope. Uh-oh, Petey putting AJ in the tree of whoa. Whoa. I think he's going to stand on his. Yeah, he's going to stand on his family maker here. I don't know. Oh, Canada. Drops down. Poor AJ. Saving. Getting stomped on the apron. Choked by PD a little bit. Let's go. You know, I'll chant for Petey. Let's go, Petey. That's really Let's nice of you. Petey. He's not getting a lot of love in this one. I don't think he's going to win. Oh, Pele kick. At least I think that's basically the Pele. Yeah, did you know that was named after that soccer player who died? You didn't know that. 
Yeah, I did. You didn't even know who Pele was. Ah, I saw he died. Yeah, but you don't even know who he is. Just like how you didn't know who Nikita Koloff was. Dude, that's not true. Guys, go back and listen to the episode. You didn't know. You forgot Mike Sanders' name today. That I did do. I did forget his name. Can't make that one up. Above average Mike Sanders? You just forgot. Guys, we have about 35 minutes and two seconds left in this show. And we still have a Jeff Jarrett match, so it's really about an hour 20. <laughs> Styles has saved enough on his shoulders, but don't you worry. Petey Williams, climbing the cables. Oh, oh. drop down Hurricane Rana off the shoulders nice. of Styles. Nice. Side Russian love squeak. You can hear them communicating. I can't make out what they're saying, but they're definitely calling sponsoring now. Yeah, do what you gotta do, man. PD and AJ going to opposite corners, looking to climb the cables. Oh, we're both going. PD got the head start. He's closest to the belt. They're, they're the same point, though. This is like American Gladiators. Trying not, oh. Oh, PD's got his legs latched. But Sam's well, kicking his. He, he oh, no. Fine. He's. Oh, don't do that. Don't do the edges that bad. Saban pulls the styles down. Saban looked up, realized what's happening. Ready? Here we go. Stop. Oh, I thought Styles was gonna pop Saban up. Oh. Springboard, flying forearm. Oh, Petey moved. Oh no, he did get hit. Did he get hit? I thought he moved. Oh, I don't know. I, I think he moved and then he just fell down. That's what I think it was too. He couldn't hold himself up any longer. Yeah, that's what I think it was. They're acting like he hit the forearm, though. I'm commentary. Dallas, have you uh, like sliced your fingers yet on the pistachio shells or no? No, I've been. I'm a pro, so. Don't worry, you'll get a jagged edge one day. Maybe I use my fingernails too much, so I'll get caught underneath my fingernail. Oh, it will happen. I'm telling you. You'll bend a fingernail back or something. Oh. Oh. Oh, my saving on Styles off the top rope. Why are they so good, though? Why are pistachios and the guys in the match, but... There's the salt. How do you know I didn't get unsalted? Dallas, I know you. You got salted. Yeah. In fact, I saw unsalted ones first, and I said, I don't know if I want to pay, pay for these if they don't have salt on them. Yeah. Oh, Canadian Destroyer. Oh, he oh, countered again. Oh, Saban knows the counter. 
Oh, okay, that was good. Double so, reverse DDT there. Yeah, Styles did his um, signature. Look at the crowd. He did his moonsault into the reverse DDT. Why does Pat have Bret Hart glasses on now? Because he's a Bret Hart fan. That's his gimmick. Maybe Bret Hart is about to show up at the end of Final Resolution. He could. I'm surprised they never convinced him to make an appearance. Yeah, man, you probably would cost too much. Oh, oh! I'm pretty sure that's like a pretty famous clip right there. Sure is the inside out. uh, Saban drop kicking Styles off the cable, and he went inside out. It usually pauses like halfway down. Oh, yeah! Watch the replay. (laughs) What happens is he's in the air. Yeah. So that was uh, that's yeah, that's a pretty big spot. Oh. Yeah, over the top on a clothesline there by uh, PE, the X Division champion. Okay, so Styles is the only one in the ring right now. Well, PD about to get up real quick and climb up. Did Styles just call for him? Oh, no, he's the referee. Okay. Oh, the referee. Probably, hey, my back is fucked because I just did the inside out drop. No, they're, on, they're both on the structure now. AJ delivering some kidney shots. What's going to happen? They're fighting on the structure. Uh-oh. P's got oh. his arm pulling him through the structure. And then wrenching the arm on it as well. Oh, then he dropped Boom. down. Oh, Styles is stuck, and he fell down. How how can he grab he the can't. title down if he's got a broken arm? He can't grab it. You want to know who doesn't have a broken arm? Chris Saban. Chris Saban. Johnny Fairplay. Johnny Fairplay. Trinity. Trinity. Oh, Cradle Shock, and he hits it. He hit that pretty good, too. He folded him. Yes, he did. Good night, P.D. Williams. Saban climbing up now. AJ's, I think, getting up, though. Saban pops up. He's on the cables. Oh, AJ. Uh-oh. AJ's got him. Oh, he couldn't oh, do trying, it. So- Trying to get the Styles Clash, but he couldn't do it. But Saban grabbed his arm, powers him up, slams him down. One more, and then Styles Clash. Oh. Oh, he did. Oh, Styles Clash with one arm. Wow. I've never seen that before. Where do we go from here? This is awesome. EJ's like crying. Oh, my elbow hurts. Oh, boo hoo. 
Posey's looking at him like, bro, what are you doing? You're crazy. They are crazy. How can he do this? His elbow is just been destroyed. It might give out on him. Is that Petey? Yes, it is. How come he's not getting up? Oh, he's selling the cradle shock that much. Oh, oh he can't do it okay. arm. interesting selling. Oh, Petey's up now, and the destroyer. Oh. oh. He spiked them. Holy <laughs> shit, dude. See, that was the move where he didn't get like a he got like a half rotation and it just made it look even more devastating. That was wild. Oh man. Tornado DDT by PD on to Saban. Looking for the destroyer again. Oh, Sabin stopped PD. Oh, holy shit. Throws him into the turnbuckle across the ring. Look at this. Look how hard he hits. That pressure broke his neck. For a concussion. AJ's like dead. Saving and PD going to opposite corners. Can save and get there. Okay, Saban's latched up right near the title, and here comes Petey. He's also latched his legs up there. Uh oh, they're fighting. Are we gonna see a steal? A steal for the title? Oh. Okay, Petey has got it unfastened. The belt is down, but they're fighting over it. Oh, get out of here. Styles jumped and grabbed it from them. Damn it. That was a good match. That's kind of bullshit. He didn't even climb. His arm hurts. Storytelling. He knocked it down. Storytelling. I thought you couldn't do that. Said who? I thought that was in the rules. Like you had to climb the cable. Well, that's technically how you win, but... Yeah, so he didn't do that. Mm, I think he's fine. That's a heel move if I've ever seen one. So, still, primetime turns face. It's Styles turns heel now. <laughs> that is kind of bullshit. I mean, that's a good match, but that's a bullshit finish there.
Styles' first Ultimate X win. And actually, I think, isn't that Saban's first Ultimate X loss? Or no? Or no, that's not true. That's not true. No, I mean, he was he's been, he was in like he was in more. That's what I'm mixing yeah. up with. There's Billy Firehawk right on the right hand side here. Yeah, there he is. Up next, the world heavyweight title. Jared here being led by security. Oh, there's Kevin Nash. Looks like you're back in the King's Court. When that belt comes money, I'm coming after that belt. Smart man. He knows what's up. You know what? Yeah. That just told us right there. That's the next pay-per-view match. Yeah. Is Nash and Jared for the strap. I mean, that's exactly what that meant. So how do we how do we job out Monty Brown tonight, folks? Mm, stop. Six two two sixty seven five years pro for Meyer Brown six one two thirty eight eighteen years pro for Jeff Jarrett. I don't know if Jeff Jarrett's legit six one. He's more uh, five eleven. Yeah, I doubt it. That's right. Jarrett has held the belt for so long. If he doesn't hold the belts for about two weeks and he just gets it back again. Mm-hmm. Which is like the formula for Jerry Lawler. That's where he learned it. So, oh, There you go. So we're talking about when he won that in the King of the Mountain match. That's the last time we had a different champion. Wow. Da -da 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 -da. He survived the elimination match, which was a bummer of a match. But he survived it. And here he comes to fight Jeff Jarrett for the title. Who's going to win? I don't know. Let me have a couple more pistachios, and I will get you my guesses. Yeah, let me get a handful of Skittles. Yeah, we really need to get our thinking caps on here. Yeah. I'm like Marshawn Lynch. I do my best when I have a mouthful of Skittles. Mm. Let me guess. Dallas doesn't know who Marshawn Lynch is. He does football. So let me guess. It doesn't are you going like... to watch that new uh, slap fight thing? On TBS or what? No, didn't it get canceled already because he slapped his wife? No, it just got pushed back a week. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I saw the ads for it and I was like, this can't be real. Like, People do that. Yeah, people just slap each other. And that's like their new, the new combat sport, he's trying to say. I was like, get the fuck yeah. out of here. Oh, I wasn't going to watch. Well, here comes Jeff Jarrett. I'm going to watch it because, you know what, realistically, I'm sure probably 70% of professional wrestlers have probably hit their wives. And you know what? I support that. Um, wow. Okay. Bob with some big accusations here tonight. Well, realistically, Dana White should probably lose his job. I mean, he fucking smacked his, his wife. 
in public. Sure, he was intoxicated, whatever, but you don't do that and not lose your job. But it's Dana White, so it's like, it's okay. Right. Let's go to JB for the ring introductions. Oh. If I was Dusty Rhodes, I'd come out right now and be like, put that belt on those cables. It's the ultimate X match for the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got the structure up, baby, so we might as well use it again. That's right. And then Kevin Ash comes out with a ladder and just climbs up and grabs it. And like, I got the money. Yeah. Don Harris just shoved Jeff Jarrett across the ring. Because they can't. Jeff Jarrett's so mad right now, they cannot keep these guys apart. Going down. Everybody is like the next world champ, and then they're just not going to do it. It's going to be great. And they're also not the next world champ. Right. Next world champ is Jarrett. Champion of the world. Who you got? Um, who you got? I'm done right now. We've had some food. Maybe a little more will help us, but well, let's see. Right we now, have. I would be putting over Mountain Brown without Wait, question. I don't know why you wouldn't. We have 17 minutes and 43 seconds left of the show. There it is. They both get a look at the title. Rudy Charles holding it up for the world to see. Hi, everybody. This is the world title. It's me, Rudy Charles. Another little camera shot of that. And the bell has officially rung. I don't know if I didn't realize that there was not a nameplate on that belt. Uh, I think I knew that. I don't really think you need nameplates. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't either. Which would be really beneficial for Raven, since it's nine-tenths of a lot, possession is nine-tenths of a lot. There's right. no way to prove that somebody possesses it without your name on it. That's so true. Oh, a little strut here to kick us off. Ain't I great? I want to point out, Pat is bowing to Jeff Jarrett. Wow. Come on, Pat. You're really going to play us like that? I'm going to message him. Yeah, you were I noticed there. he was cheering for Team Canada in the AMW match as well. A little waist lock here. Monty Brown counters it. Jared puts him in an armbar. Have on. I give us three minutes before we're in the crowd. No way. I mean, we will get in the crowd, but I think it's, I think they might wait a little bit. Really? Yeah. I think that we'll get in the crowd when there's like 10 minutes left in the match or the show. My favorite thing is Jeff Jarrett and AEW 
they don't go in the crowd as much, but you get the fuckery of like a million people interfering, so it's still Jeff Jarrett, man. <laughs> oh, of course. That's his trademark. Mocking Monty Brown. Bob, look how green this one is. Look at that. That's good. You're making me want to go to Wegmans and just get some now. I hate you. And at Wegmans, it's like it's like $17 for the bag. That was $8 at Walmart. Well. If you tell Sarah, you guys will both go on a binge right now. Yeah, probably. She loves pistachios. She likes, but yeah, she does. Shoulder block counter. Just like Sarah's famous dip. I was really disappointed you guys didn't bring down New Year's, but however. Duck on the clothesline. Jerry comes back. Monty Brown, Gorilla Press. Yep, not a military because he didn't bring him down. So that would be a Gorilla Press thing. Good call. <laughs> what? Yeah, military press is when they do this. Oh, okay. I got you. He didn't do that. So he just left, he left him. That's the gorilla press. This dude is such a smart ass. <laughs> That's literally how you how it's different. Okay. I've never seen a gorilla in the military. So you can't do that. That's true. That is illegal. Okay, crowd really wants Monty Brown to win. I cannot wait for the crowd reaction when he does not win. Maxwell champ. It's as, it's as if they know that he's going to win and they just want to go nuts. <laughs> Poke in the eye when he was going for that. Fall away slam, but don't worry. It's a power slam. The trademark barely kick out by Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. I should ask that on the next uh, Ask Jeff. How come you barely kick out? Dra- the drama. One for that boot, but Monty Brown even caught it when he came off the second rope. No, you know what he'd do? He'd probably like, you know, Connie? What is this guy talking about? And he'd have to... Bob Collin, who? <laughs> what has he ever done? Yeah, we, that's what I was going to say next. <laughs> uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. We might get into the crowd before the uh, less than 10. Just saying. I know what I'm talking about. Come on, Monty. Slingshot, crossbody. Whoa, my God. Whoa. Like suicide dive with Monty. Cow. Okay, Monty Brown just saved Jared's life for the yeah, record. He did. Backbreaker. So, even more of a reason to give him the title. I've never saying. understood a backbreaker on the floor because it's just over your knee. I know. It's not adding any impact to the move. Uh oh. Over the shoulder. Where's he going? Oh. He's going right into the ring post face first. Oh, oh shit. Ah. He shut it. Ah, oh, fuck. I lost. Fucking knew it, bro. I think Dallas might have been on the dot here. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's 12 minutes. When you said that, there was like 15, and now it's 12. So you were pretty much on the dot there. I know my Jeff Jarrett matches, okay? <laughs> yeah, you do. You're Dolly Parton cut out. Dolly Parton making her impact debut here. Come on, Rudy. That's a disqualification. Okay. I mean, that's an obvious disqualification. And right there. He's in the crowd with him. Jeff almost hit Dolly Parton. 
This is better than when they used to brawl in the asylum where no, you could see that no one was there. Oh, yeah. Here it's like, holy shit, look at all these people. Yeah. Jeff and Dolly Parton. Shelly equals rating sign. Haven't seen Shelly in a while. You haven't? I, thought it was I feel like it's been, it's been a while. Chair measuring him? Oh, chair to the midsection. To the announce table. Mike Tanae's like, damn it! Damn Are they going to break the announcer's table? Look out! Using Don West's chair. Don West took his head... Okay, they both have removed their headsets. I can see they have cough buttons. That's good. I don't know. That makes sense. Break the, break the announcer's table. Let me just believe for once that they can break that. It, it looks so sturdy. I know, you can tell by the structure of it. There's just no way. They had, they never had any intention to ever break that table. I'm convinced that that table is probably still in that soundstage, exactly <laughs> where that is. At one point, they used one I think that has like a, like a glass top or looks glass. It's clear. Yeah, no, I I remember that. And by then you're like, okay, now all yeah, there's, of this there's no way. <laughs> yeah. Jared just tried to use the title. Rudy Charles said, "Nope, this is so weird without commentary." That's what we're here for. It's like watching a fucking fan cam. It is, dude. From 8086 that Bob yeah. watched. You know, ECW fan cams, baby. I just watched one from 97 the other day. Okay. Sleeper hole, which you can read at roughsandrecaps.com. It was April 18th, 1997. You can also read Austin Skinner's WCCW reviews, which I watch a show just to prove my friends wrong, and I tortured myself for 45 minutes. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> you fucking hated that. These reviews for those shows are great because every match is like a dud or a star. And you, you go, final thoughts, it was a good show. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly why I watched it. It's like, it's like, uh, I, told, I even messaged him about it. I'm like, dude. He's like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> We're in a sleeper hole here. Trademark Jeff. He's looking at Rudy Charles. Like, you better fucking let me win. Does Rudy normally do main events or is it Andrew Thomas? Because I feel like if it's not, it's going to be a ref bump. Um, honestly, I feel like Rudy's like the senior official. But I don't know if they actually have like, oh, here's our main event ref. Yeah, I think you're right. I think Rudy is that. It's never Mike Posey, I feel like. No, never Mike. Ah, oh. He's going for the figure four. It's a gradle. No, I might have run on this one. Oh. Oh. oh he missed Vincent's Bob's favorite move. That's your favorite move, and you know it. Monterey runs to the corner. Jarrett moves chest first right in that turnbuckle. Duck under. Oh, collision. Oh, yeah. I thought it was like a double shoulder block, but they, they both fell. Two. Three. 
Ooh. Come on, Monty. Six. Seven. They're suddenly going to wake up at like nine. Technically, nobody's up yet, so that should have been a double count out, and this would end in a draw. But you know what? Whatever. Right hand. Great. Come off the ropes. Another right hand. No, it blocks it. Right hand by Meyer Brown. Jared off the rope again. Blocked by Meyer Brown. Another right hand. Another one. How about one more? Great. How about another one? Cool. More. Great. Sends them into the ropes. Jeff coming off. Duck under. Duck under again. Going for the crossbody, but he gets caught. Mari Brown. Uh -oh. oh, alpha bomb. Alpha bomb. That nice. should be it. Clean in the middle. Here we go. One, two, and three. We have no, we do not. Jeff Jarrett has kicked out of the alpha bomb. I cannot believe this. Mari Brown sends Jared into the ropes again. Kick to the midsection. A neck breaker. Probably could have just, you know, gone for the pounce there and then won the title. But it's what? Two, three. You, we, no, Jeff Jarrett kicks out again. Even Don West goes, seeing something new from Monty Brown. Because <laughs> he well, never does that. He kicked him, and you, you can tell Monty Brown's like, wait, wait, do I do it or do I just, what do I do? And he just did an awkward looking neck breaker. Yeah, he didn't. Oh, knee left. Oh, is he signing for the stroke right here? No. Oh. He's been watching his Valvinus tapes because Valvinus used to do that. The stroke. Nope. I told you. Rudy Charles bump. I fucking knew it. You fucking I called it, dude. fucking knew it. Usually Andrew Thomas is our above breath, but. Rudy's, wow. Rudy's holding his left knee in absolute agony. <laughs> I don't know if I would take that bump as one where I'd be like, my knee is shredded. <laughs> I don't know. So. Jared with the boot is mounted around a random in the corner. And of course, here we go. He's got to get the guitar. Right, now, this guitar. one has the firework pyro at the back of it, just for the record. Oh, it does. Is there going to be like powder or something, too? Nope. No, but just the end that had the pyro thing broke off. And Monty Brown did not even fall. Ah, there he goes. Now he fell. Rudy, you better count this even with your bad knee. One, two. No, Monty Brown kicks out. Kick out at two. This is the same type of shit that happened on Impact. So, like two days before the uh, turning point. Uh-oh, electric chair. And he has a chair in his hand. Oh, and he hits wow. him in the midsection. Is he going to go for a victory roll? Mine looks like he's sleepwalking. Yeah, he's groggy. Jared's hitting him in the head. And he still fell back. backwards. Can Jared go for the cover? Come on, Rudy. Here we go. One, two, and we have it. Nope. Monty Brown is kicked out yet again. Monty Brown is refusing to stay down. The heart of the alpha male is apparent here tonight at Final Resolution. Jeff Jarrett has the NWA world title. Monty Brown does not have the world title. He has his back turned to Jarrett. Jarrett hit him in the face with the world title. This is it. He threw the title to the floor. Rudy Charles, oblivious to anything. Doesn't even Does realize there's shards of guitar in the ring. One, two. Monty Brown is hulking up. Jarrett cannot believe it. 
Uh, Browns deranged. You know what? But there's one thing that will probably end a hulking up Monty Brown. That's the stroke, my friend. The most de- it was voted Stop. the most devastating finisher in, in Stop it. <laughs> 2004. Damn it. Irish Rip, it's countered. Oh. It countered again. Oh, no. Here we go. No. Wait. Yep. Ah, oh. Rudy Charles. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Rudy Charles was 27 years old when he... Uh, <laughs> his spirit left his body because he just got pounced. Oh, fuck it, A, dude. There's another the guitar under the stairs. Guitar. Where was Roddy Piper looking for under the ring steps? He would have found a guitar. Dude, all right, first off, the setup for that, sh- that pounce was weird because they're never bent over like that. He never, never does that. Never. Um, but it was the perfect shot for to Rudy Charles oh. to essentially die. And he yeah. caught Jarrett with like a choke slam from the guitar shot. He was shot. trying to do a mill rope guitar shot like it was Ahmed Johnson in 1996, but Monty Brown counters, hits a choke slam. They're saying, Monty's like, do I use it? No, don't use it. You're a football player, not a baseball player. Oh, oh. snacks. What if Jared knows all that? No, Dude, he Jared, fell down. Jared barely ever takes his own guitar shots, I feel ever. like. Well, if my, Monty can't go for the cutter because there's no referee because he, he murdered him. He literally murdered Rudy Charles. Or That's Thomas. Andrew Thomas has got to come out or something. I feel the lights are going to go out. They're zooming out like that. That's not a very good sign. One, two. Oh, who's this? Thomas? Andrew Thomas. Andrew Thomas slides in. One, two, three. Oh, Jared kicked out. That should give you everything you need to know about that. <laughs> now we had Crowd Thomas. Crowd bullshit. They know because they know now. You have to know that he's getting he's getting screwed over. Whoa, I don't know what the hell that was supposed to be. I think that was a mess up. He's going for another pounce, and then he just hit him with a broken guitar in the face. Now, Jeff going for the stroke, and he hits uh, it. Iron Brown pops up. up, but he's still groggy. Second stroke. Mm. Andrew Thomas is like, oh, this is broken guitar. I'm just going to throw it to the floor. Because, you know, that probably wasn't... Oh, low And another stroke. And Jeff Jarrett has retained. What a shocking development, folks. I cannot believe it. (sighs) Our silence is deafening. Um, Well, that sucks. Proud screaming for the next world champ. Crowd's fucking so mad right now. And then he, he fucking Java. That was almost identical to the finish of Impact. Like, almost identical. Like the same well, so rate. the thing that I was just thinking about mid-match here, because this was very obvious, is that um, I feel like if you give away a, ma- a title match like Monty Brown Jarrett on TV, Monty Brown loses. The payoff is he wins on the pay-per-view. Right, right. That's exactly what you would think. And it didn't happen. Nope. And that's it. We go off the air. Um, well, I'll say, overall, I enjoyed this pay-per-view. I, I mean, it, it was a breeze to watch, I would yeah, say. So, Some of the finishes, like, I did not like the AJ thing where he sprung off the rope. Like, that... I didn't hate it as much as you, but I, I understand. And number... And no, and 
in winning that way is a heel way of doing it. Like you, I would expect AJ and Saban to be fighting for the belt like that, and then PD. And then PD, yeah. Well, because remember, Michael Shane stole it once. He kind of like flew, like ran. Well, he, but he was on like cables. Right. So that's why, like, even that is like you know he he still used the stipulation. Oh, you're right. Legitimately, so. But no, I mean that was that was a pretty easy that was a pretty easy watch. Um, I would probably say it's the pay per view of 2005. <laughs> probably, so far, for TNA. Yeah, I guess um, since it's January, yeah, I guess it is in fact the pay per view of 2005. Can't can't top that. You can't. Um, well, like you noted, it's very clear we are heading in the direction that um, it's going to be Kevin Nash against uh, Jeff Jarrett. It's got to be, right? For against all odds, it has to be. I think it was very obvious that is yeah. where we were heading. Um, which, fine. But that almost feels like a match that, you know, might not need the title. Maybe that's just me. I don't know. I know that's the point of it, but. Right. I mean, I don't think it, I don't think it needs a title, but I'm sure like the TNA logic, oh, we can have Jarrett and Nash for that title. I, the names, the name, I get it. And that's why they didn't want to do Monty Brown because he's not a name, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But like that crowd was just screaming for him to win the title. Literally. They're just like, next world champ, do it. And they're just like, you know what? Nah. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know. It, that it does suck, but some you know, pro wrestling is one of the easiest forms of entertainment. You get live, literally live reaction to what you're doing. And if the crowd is telling you, "Hey, we want him to win the title," and then you don't do it, you're not listening to your audience. This is what WWE has done for ever. Mm-hmm. Guy should win the title. Okay, well then we're not going to do it. Sounds like someone else will win instead. Yeah, it's true. Well, um, here we are, 2005, and uh, our first pay-per-view is in the books. Yeah. Uh, we cover Impact in just a few days, though, Bob. Uh, January 21st is our next episode of Impact uh, after this, and we will break down uh, some Wrestling Observer notes about Final Resolution as we inch toward Against All Odds. Coming up in February, and I, we do know that name officially, so it's not a spoiler. And if you think it's a spoiler, 18 years later, sorry. Yeah, and the um, the uh, the next pay per view again is against all odds, and that is on February 13th, so just about a month. Uh, we have four episodes of Impact, and then oh, it's against it. all odds. Oh, yeah, doesn't like five. Nope, we don't have more than four until between. Uh, here, I'll do it like this. Between our March and our April pay-per-view, that we have six. Oh. Um, but you know, listen, I don't like giving spoilers about what's gonna happen on Impact. It's it's really kind of against, you know, I think how we would kind of do the show, but I just gotta say, there's a debut on the show. And I'm gonna tell you his name because I just am really excited about this. <laughs> Buck Quartermain debuts on Impact. Buck Quartermain. <laughs> he's an icopod guy we've seen him on a, we saw him on icopod before you're That's lying fine. no he was he was you are lying he was an enhancement guy 
Get the fuck out of here. I am not lying. Buck Quartermain <laughs> is a... Uh, I'm pretty sure he's a Florida indie guy. Wait, anyway, so this yeah. is a legitimate... Okay, well, sorry. It's just, it's He's a real guy. I thought he just had a funny name. Buck Don't Quartermain be- is absolutely a real guy. I can't... You thought he was a phony? <laughs> the fact that you know who he is, I did not expect. I was trying to be make a funny before we got off the air. Yeah, Buck Quartermain. Yeah, I just saw he lost to Helmsley in '95. But anyway, whatever. Then forget it. Um, (laughs) I was just trying to be funny, okay? You're unbelievable. Bob Bob (laughs) said. Anyway, um, I think that's all I got. Um, basically, uh, make sure you guys are following us over on Twitter at Cross the Line TNA and on Facebook at TNA Cross the Line Pod, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Buy from our Pro Wrestling T store. All the links are in the description of the episode. Um, and uh, you know, keep uh, following along with this journey in 2005. Bob said this was the pay per view of the year 2005, but we have barely so far. Dipped, we've barely dipped our toes in the water. Yeah, well, I said so far. I know. I'm just saying. I'm I'm hyping up the fact that there's going to be some really good shit, including my favorite, which is probably the April show, which we'll get there. That's right. So yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, let's begin the build to Against All Odds starting next week. Until then, for Dallas Gridley, I am Bob Connor Jr., and this has been the TNA Cross the Line Podcast.